the dangerous freedom of a peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Welcome to episode 52 of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast. Episode 52, brothers and sisters. A year's right. worth of episodes. I know, right? Did we think we were going to get here? Um, yeah. I, yeah, I yeah so at some point. We're stubborn. I thought it would have been like 52 weeks in, but you know, whatever. <laughs> year and a half, 52 weeks, whatever. Shit happens. <laughs> That's what happens when you record your first episode on a whim. It literally was like a last hour thing. Oh, you're in town? Be <laughs> on this first episode. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we say started episode 10. <laughs> Ish. Ish. I think it was seven. Seven. Seven, I think, was the first one here. Yeah. Not that the first six were god-awful. They sounded bad, though. Yeah. The high ceiling was a bitch. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a high ceiling. It was a normal ceiling. <laughs> we were just in a just, smaller space now. It was a concrete box with wood floors. <laughs> I mean, that didn't help things. No, not at all. If I stand up right now, I'll hit my head. Not I'm right li- there. Literally sitting. Well, it's pretty close. Pretty close. Literally sitting in the pitch of my roof. Yeah, but you're a Sasquatch, so that's like a normal roof for most people. I hear you. I mean, roofs are not in my wheelhouse, really. I mean, yeah. I live in the forest. Rarely seen. Shrek lived in the forest and he had a roof. He's my friend. <laughs> uh, yep, there's Shreks, there's ogres, you know, donkeys, but no ducks. No ducks in the, in the forest. <laughs> it's not. I saw a duck today. Where was it? It was not. It was in a drainage ditch. Ah, uh, see? see, exactly. I told you. Yeah. Until you can prove to me that there are ducks in the forest. I win. You're just I mean, gonna get a random picture on like a Tuesday. I can't like, take a <laughs> selfie. <laughs> Yeah, because then everybody know. Yeah, no, I that don't. I mean, when I get that picture is taken of me, I'm blurred out. Whoa! What most people don't know is that you are just blurry. Yeah, yeah, just a blurry being, which is scarier. Yeah, it's not our joke. That was totally ripped off. <laughs> so. Well, eat your soul. That's totally that. Ripped, that's totally ripped off. That, too. Yeah, I'll say something. I can't say it like he says it. I hope all you listeners aren't doing anything this weekend, because we'll later, later on, yeah. we have a last-minute drop-your-shit situation. I mean, if you're in the surrounding I don't care area. if you're in North Carolina, you better be there. That doesn't even make any sense. What, what? None whatsoever. <laughs> it's, it's, some, like, some people in North Carolina might care. I mean, if they're care, visiting North Carolina and they're from know, Illinois. See? Exactly. <laughs> we'll get to it later. We yeah, will. We will. Updates abound. But first, it's Comrades Corner. Oh. Husky. Husky. <laughs> I mean, you are a husky, Rusky. <laughs> it's true. You just jump. Welcome <laughs> to the Comrade Corner. So, the government fucked up again. This uh. time, not ours. Japan. 
As I'm sure some of you have heard, they crashed an F-35 in the ocean. This is a big deal because there is speculation that China and Russia are on the hunt for it. If they were to find it before the U.S. and its allies, it would set us back nearly two decades in advanced military weaponry. We would be on a level playing field with the two biggest superpowers next to the United States. This would be bad. Luckily, the U.S. and Japan have told us not to worry. They have no concerns that China or Russia are looking for it. They are 100% confident that they will find it and find it soon. Bullshit. Every one of them is shitting their pants right now. They know that, the, that every enemy of the United States with the capabilities is searching for this plane. And leave it to the fucking Japanese to crash a damn plane in the ocean and negatively affect, affect the United States. Just saying. Too soon? Next up, there is a miracle. A woman wakes up from a coma after 30 years. Think of going into a coma in 1993 and coming out of it in 2019. This is a completely different world, and not all for the worse. We have incredible technology we all take for granted. Cell phones, smartphones, GPS. The world's a much smaller place. Social media. With that comes some negatives, of course. She has come back to a world completely at odds between two relatively different ideologies. Do you think a person from 1993 would side with the left or the right? Neither are the party they were in 93. Beyond all that, she's from the United Arab Emirates. This is a big deal, too. They've gained a lot of ground where it comes to women's rights. Not still on the great place, but much different than it was from the world she remembers. Just crazy to think of the world from her perspective right now. Is she proud of us? Is she scared of what we've become? Does she see a good future? It's all just really interesting. To wrap things up, I have something to say that my nurse friends may not like. I think Senator Maureen Walsh is getting dragged through the mud over something less than sincere. First, it's horrible that nurses have been demeaned and marginalized. Welcome to the club. Sincerely, a former soldier and police officer. Yes, I'm talking about the woman who said that nurses are probably playing cards most of the time. What these stories aren't telling you is that she was talking about tiny hospitals that she wants to amend rules that are across the board for all hospitals. The hospitals she's referencing have six to eight beds tops. She may be wrong in what she said, but it's important to note that she's not talking about the nurse's profession in general. And that's Comrade's Corner. Yeah. Welcome to the media. Right. In 2019. Yeah, I was looking into that and I was just like, this is real dumb. And then I listened to her entire speech and she clearly talks about these... I can't remember how she says it. Very, she's talking about very, very small hospitals that are not really taking advantage of a rule that is designed for all hospitals, but a rule that she thinks is unnecessary for very tiny hospitals. Whether she's right or wrong, you know, 
up to be debated. But she wasn't saying all nurses are just playing cards all the time, which is how it was perceived. And right or left, that's jacked up. Well, that's just how the media cuts things up. Yeah. What is going to outrage somebody? What's going to shock somebody? Absolutely. And look at the places that are ginning this shit up. They don't have an audience. Mm-hmm. They got their 15 minutes. Yeah. You don't have to agree with what she said, but if she was talking about something specifically, and that's why, like, if, if you guys sometimes listen to the show and you hear a really loud, long soundbite, it's because we aim to not be like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we talk we about We want the lot. context. Yeah. We talk, about, we talk a lot about, should we cut that up? It's like, no, just play the whole thing. No. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry. There's a lot a, of information. Sorry there. if it's a six-minute soundbite or a nine-minute or a 15-minute, whatever. This is, you need to hear what they had to say. Mm-hmm. And make your own decision based off of that. You're going to get our opinion on it, but you're going to hear the clips in their entirety. That's what we aim to do. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. But when you have an hour show on a cable network that's 42 minutes of actual, I don't want to say substance because it's not really, but what's supposed to be substance, that's what you get. You get a soundbite. I don't know. So, what was the gist of that second thing? Because I caught part of it because the computer was... I didn't hit the record button on Justin's thing. Oh. (laughs) You piece. No, you're good. It's recorded in the... I know. The overall thing. So... This woman just she she went in a coma in ninety three. Oh. And she just woke up. That's terrible. And uh it's just be, the whole story is crazy. Like she sat her and her four year old son sat in a ditch while she was like out for like nine hours. Oh shit. <clears throat> because there were no cell phones. Yeah. You know, there weren't well, not readily accessible like they are today. And there weren't, you know, Nobody saw her. Yeah, they were not. I, I remember my dad when he was in the 90s selling insurance. Like, he had a bag phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Hilarious. she and, <laughs> and she ended up going into a coma, and um, her family just kept her in it. You know, it was like, no, she's going to wake up someday. And lo and behold, she did. Wow. But it was now. And it's just like, I read the story, and I was like, is this going comedy corner? I don't know. I mean, mulling it back and forth, and I was like, this is kind of crazy. Like, could you imagine just just like that last part where it was like, <clears throat> what do you think she thinks of even even if she's in, if she let's say she was interested in politics in the nineties yeah. and she sees the world now, like, what are her thoughts now? Uh, what the fuck? Probably. Yeah, <laughs> Pro- Yeah, you're probably right. Who does she side with? You know, I mean, she left. She had basically no rights as a woman where she lived. And she comes back, she finds out the U.S. invaded Arab countries, what, four times since then? Maybe. Well. well, Three, four times? Name them, I don't know. You got Afghanistan, Iraq, Iraq. Okay. So that, and then I think there was more in Bush 1, but I was, I don't know that one. Somalia, but it was more of a humanitarian humanitarian aid type thing. They were okay. starving people or whatever. 
So she hears that and wakes up, and now she sees a world that is honestly much better in most of the Arab countries. Some of them have gone backwards. Mm. A lot of them have gone forward. And what did she take from that? You know? Mm. And things like abortion. Where does she stand on that? In the 90s? To today. Hmm. There's a lot of craziness. (laughs) Just in the past year. Yeah. (laughs) Look at abortion. I know. That's what I mean. And we're talking about somebody that was born in a time where abortions were rare. Or what was it? Um, Rarely talked about. Right. But what was the position? It was um, something but rare. But yeah. And now we're in a position where it's like, if it accidentally gets born, we can just let it die. Ugh. Yeah. Or, I mean, think of any position politically. She'd be a really good person to interview to to to, to get a good, like almost the best point of view of where politics has gone from mm. and where it is today only because they... Like they, they literally, it's like a what you know, and you put a, you, you, you put a frog in water and you, and you slowly start to boil. It'll just, mm-hmm. it'll die in there. But if you throw a frog in boiling water, it'll jump out. Yeah. It's the same thing, you know? So it, you just, if they, you, we've been living it this entire time, just slowly seeing it evolve. You don't really notice it as yeah. much, but then you have somebody who literally hasn't seen anything in how just, long and it's like, bam, holy shit. This is my point of view. Yeah, that's that's really good. I, I I can understand part of it. I mean, I ask <clears throat> a lot of questions sometimes, mm-hmm. like, "What's a Cardi B?" She's really. I don't know what that is. She has those moments minute by minute. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know how she is mentally. Yeah, really, I was gonna yeah. ask: Is is she like she's in a coma? Is she's, she okay? They said when she initially woke up that she read a couple verses of the Quran. And could speak some. Oh. So I think she had, it sounds like she had some brain damage, which, you know, okay. You know, but things that she had memorized and was, you know, in Hmm. depth, maybe she could hang on to or stuff like that. But maybe it was just because she just woke up after 30 years and give it a minute kind of thing. but But yeah, crazy. Well, speaking of the Quran, ooh, tell me everything. Uh, Vatican made history here recently. Uh, for the first time in Vatican history, the Pope allowed for the reading of Islamic prayers and Quran readings from the Catholic facility. The readings and prayer came as Pope Francis met with Israeli President. I don't even know why I do this to myself. Shimon Peres and Palestinian Authority President Ma. Mahmoud Abbas. I don't know. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, in Jesus. Vatican City, a gathering designed to pray for Middle Eastern peace. A Holy See spokesman said the prayers were supposed to be a pause in politics, Breitbart reported. Uh, the Pope said to that he hoped the interfaith prayers would foster peace, specifically between Israelis and Palestinians, the news outlet said. I I think it's weird. I'm not Catholic though, so whatever. I'm just giving the news because I do the Pope. It's 
does seem weird. It's just a little weird. And, I mean, okay, now the, saying the way he explained why he did it, mm-hmm. I mean, I can kind of almost jump on board just because how often, how long have the Muslim faith and the Christian Catholic faith, whatever, been at odds? This has probably never been tried before. I mean, worth a shot. And yeah. it probably won't work. But yeah. at least it's, you can say we tried. My every, issue you know. is you see his history. Yeah, no. And I'm you see you. his basically what are threats to the US of, mm-hmm. you know, joining with the, you know, one world government and all this bullshit. It, they all mesh together. Um so yeah, I to agree. take what he says is just like oh, I get it when it's by itself. It's like okay, I see. But when you throw it with everything else in his history so far, it's <laughs> I don't like it. But yeah. I'm not Catholic, so I'm, I just do the updates. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100 percent on that. I mean, he's total. Mm. He's a crazy person. Yes, and with that context given, you are 100 percent accurate in your opinion. I I believe mm. this just doesn't fit. Yeah, because he's he's made comments about you know coming together with all faiths and all that and whatever. Like I don't know, it's kind of like oil and uh, water doesn't really mix. And I mean, it works. I think it works fine if, but there's certain there's certain religions that that don't. Like I think for the most part, all religions can coexist. Yeah. I think there are exceptions to that rule. Yeah. Um, well, the let's, one let's the one that real. says everybody who doesn't believe my religion should die is probably one of them. Well, those are. I mean, okay. So you want to go Bible? Fine. You want to go Quran? Fine. You have the people that are saying all people that are with my faith must die. Those are the extreme radicals. Yes. The extremists, yeah. and there is a major difference there are between extremist, the Quran. There are extremist Christian people too that oh, only absolutely not even extremist, but I mean, there are people that the New Testament is a pile. They only go by the Old Testament, right. so I mean, there mm-hmm. there are more radical sects right. of every uh, religion. Yeah. No, I totally agree mm-hmm. with that. So I would say, in good faith, that this, um, whatever they call their people, Muslim faith leaders, whatever. Yeah. Moms. They probably came in good faith on this and are trying to do something good. Yeah, I would be I would be leery as a a, a peaceful Muslim going yes. and speaking with the Pope of all people. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, think about how it's going to look on them when they go home. Yeah. Like, some a lot of their you know their followers may not be so keen on that. Yeah. And and people do have to and keep they, in mind. And, and remember, if they are moral people, they probably won't go giving the given the. Catholic Church is horse crap with the pedophilia and everything. Yeah. yeah. And like we were talking about the <coughs> different extremists and, and all religions and everything else, you have to remember that the Quran and Sharia law are two different things. Yeah. 100%. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, they use Sharia law. They use the Quran with the Sharia law and everything else. But, I mean, look at the same with white supremacists and Nazis who, you know, use the Bible and everything else to. Yeah, they go take against, the most extreme yes. parts of it and. Ah. Twisted to the now. Head. Are there things in the Quran that are that we disagree with? <laughs> yeah, I mean there are, but I I I haven't read the whole thing. Um, probably not going to, but um, but yeah, it's just keep in mind that you know there are extremists and everything, and I just didn't I I you know I did this just because I mean 
I, I, like I said before, by itself, it's one thing, but with his past so far, I don't like it at all, but, you know, <laughs> I don't praise him, so you guys know my feelings on the Pope. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I have another quick little update. We talked about Cher and how she's kind of been... Red-pilled? Yeah. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's, she's been a little on the right side, you know, and, um, well, she tweeted... Um, on the 23rd, yesterday, for us. Uh, she goes, Does Bernie Sanders really believe people in prison who are murderers, rapists, child molesters, and Boston bombers still deserve the right to vote? That's crazy. Cher is, uh, she's coming to, she's coming to the right side. I will say, um, she has said a couple times since she's been getting all the backlash for the things mm-hmm. she's saying. She's she's said, uh, she's like, I disagree with President Trump a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't like him. Well, okay, fair. That's you can fine. say that. Yeah. Check mark on that. Every right to. Yep. And then she'd say, I just happen to disagree with a lot of the things that the left are trying to do right now because they're not benefiting the people of this country in a lot of the things they're doing. And that's mm-hmm. not right. Hashtag I'm like, walk away. I'm like, check mark again. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if Cher is more... Of a moderate? Yes. And it's just coming out more because the left is starting to say these really, really crazy things. Yeah, a lot of them are... I mean, look at I mean, look <clears throat> at the front runners in 2020. And, Bernie is it. Yeah, and... And the rest of them that have declared are following suit. And on top of that, roll back four years... Or three years to twenty, or four th- four years, 2015, 2016, Um, You didn't have the madness of this completely uncontrolled homeless issue and drugs and poop and all that madness in L.A. and and San Francisco and all this stuff. And now you do. You have right now liberal cities breaking down. Mm-hmm. That wasn't happen happening four years ago. And now these liberal cities are breaking down and they're still doubling down on all this. We can still take all these people in and shares like, Hey, <laughs> maybe we need to take a step back. Yeah. I kind of, I'm kind of like, maybe shares more of a moderate. I want to nitpick a little bit. Nitpick. Democratic cities run by Democrats have been falling apart for years. It's not just the last four year thing. <laughs> yes. This epidemic of drugs and poop on the streets has been exacerbated, but a lot of, a lot of these, Cities have been democratically controlled for decades. Oh yeah, I agree. Detroit and all that stuff, but I think what he's saying is mainly like, look at what they're doing. Like they're trying to out left themselves. Oh yeah, and, and that's that's yeah. what's eating them alive. I agree, that, and I love it. I was and, just nitpicking. Yeah, that. yeah, no, no, I get you. I think what I think what I meant, I guess, is the degre- the, the the degradation degradation. <laughs> wow, that was hard. Of these liberal cities, like like you were saying, is is mainstream now. It's in the spotlight, and people are seeing it. Yeah. Where four years ago, the only people that saw it was us. You know, we talked about it, and everyone's like, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Now it's not. Now it's everywhere. But yeah, yeah, it's it's it, it's like all these twenty twenty candidates. They're oh, trying geez. to stand out, mm-hmm. and your front runner is a communist. There's an entire show. Of 2020 updates today. Yeah, pretty much. 
it's there's not I don't think there's anybody worth their salt in the 2020 Democrat side. Well, none of them are, but who they think is who hasn't said something absolutely ridiculous this, yep. the last week or so. Mm-hmm. You got Bernie who says, like Cher was saying, that all criminals and everything have the right to vote. And you know what? I'll give it to Bernie. He is standing on a solely Democratic platform with that. You know, every citizen has a right to vote. He's saying across the board, period. Now do gun control. Crickets. Exactly. But I understand what he's saying. I think he's wrong. I think people in prison do not have the right to vote. But I think there could be a conversation about when they get out of prison. Well. What kind of felony did you have? There is. In some places, not all. Not all. And the conversation should be had everywhere. Right. I mean, there are people, like I was listening to, driving around working the other day, it was Chris Plant, which I know he's a fucking annoying, but he had a guest host on and they were talking about this. Yep. And he had a lady call in who was is a former felon. She got caught up in some crap when she was younger, mm-hmm. got out, reformed, but she had to go and... Do, do all this litigation to get her rights back. Yeah. She has a concealed carry permit now. Yeah. She did, I think what she said, she, uh, bad checks, lots of money. Mm-hmm. Dumb kid on the streets in Florida, so. But I think there should be a path for certain. Yeah. Now, towns. murder somebody? Murders, rapists. Rapists. Pedophiles, absolutely Terrorists. not. Terrorists. Those people shouldn't even be able to get out of jail, honestly. Right. In my opinion, but. I mean, hell. Not to go update, but talking about prison and whatever. So, the college admission scandal. Mm-hmm. Lori Lachlan, Aunt Becky, is facing 20 to 40 years in prison, mm-hmm. and yet Hillary Clinton is still walking around free. Yeah. What kind of justice system do we have? Exactly. It, and it's hard to say it's two-sided against the poor, but <laughs> in that conversation. but Yeah, what she did was the politically, wrong. The politically mm-hmm. connected are definitely in a different in a whole world of their own and she just didn't have the connections good grief you 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 paid somebody off to get your kids in the school like that happens a lot i think yeah or you know well did (laughs) not even in that vein let's go a little dirtier i mean how many dicks got sucked to get their kids a grade yeah it happens yeah Mm -hmm. sure does (laughs) how many dicks got sucked to get themselves a grade it happens it sure does (laughs) But, uh, and then there's Camilla Harris says the exact same thing that Bernie said. Conversation. And then the next day when all this backlash came out, because what Bernie said, she's just like, no, I never, I don't, I don't agree with any of that. It's a horrible idea. But she was pandering to the whole crowd. Absolutely. And I would, I, maybe next week we'll have an update. I'd like to see the ratings for that stupid town hall thing. Oh, yeah, I know. I was, kinda, <laughs> I was hoping to see it. But, I'm sure it'll uh, be out. What were you saying? Zero Jill problem. Brand? She she was. I don't know. Oh, who was the one you were talking about? Wanted praise? oh Amy Klobuchar. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, she had a Jeb Bush moment. <laughs> Remember when he was asking for applause? Yeah. yeah. She uh, was. I won. She's in Minnesota, in a purple state. I think that's mm-hmm. what she says. In a purple state, I won every congressional district in my run for Senate, including um, Michelle Bachman's. Yeah. Crickets. 
That's when you're supposed to cheer. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, the, the illustrious McCain family. Oh, yeah. Is backing <laughs> Bernie Sanders. No, no, Biden. Oh, Joe Biden. Biden. Joe Biden. Biden. I mean, that, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. Not, no, not even a little bit. Like, oh, so you're backing your side. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Obama remains quiet. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's good times. Um, I mean. I, thought, I mean, if I were Obama, I would be quiet right now, too. Yeah. I would wait until whoever wins the scrum gets it and then throw my support behind him. That's the reasonable thing to do. Yeah. And but, man, Joe Biden's your bro, man. Yeah. He ain't, he ain't <laughs> <no lie. laughs> Joe Biden ain't even in the race yet. And I don't, I don't know if he's ever going to be. Well, I think he'll announce. They did just say there was a poll. I, don't know I saw it. It's, it's saw actually that. the lead on Drudge right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I laughed that. so hard. It's a Politico poll. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't know it was Politico. I just saw the title. I didn't know. Eight, eight points ahead of Trump. Yeah. Really? Hmm. Already how far, we're doing this? How far ahead was Hillary? <laughs> Already we're doing this? We're going we're to do this right now? I hate polling data <laughs> so much. It's going to be great. We've talked about polling data in the past. You know, your average American... Who wants to be left the fuck alone? Gets these stupid calls. How do you feel about this? Who do you want to vote for? Blah blah blah. I mean, I I, I feel like the uh, consensus across the country is: don't fucking call me anymore. None of your damn business. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. or they don't even answer. But yeah, no political. I think it's eighteen hundred people polled out of. How many people in this country? Come on, yeah, that's not a that's not a good indication of anything other than you're stupid. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Warren is oh screaming from the rooftops. God, we're going to give you all. We're ninety five percent of you people who owe student loan debt. We're gonna wipe it out. We're gonna have an ultra wealth tax. My my brother actually posted on Facebook today. He saw that. And he was like, you idiots, we don't want... Because he he, only, he has a lot of student debt. But he also has a degree in something where he can get a job and pay that debt off mm-hmm. in a reasonable amount of time. It's still going to take him forever. The problem is, he says, he says, we don't want our debt paid off. We just want fair interest rates. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not hard to figure out that that is the problem. The problem is, is that you can't pay these things off because you have an 8 9% interest rate on something the size of a house. Yep. Not only that, we need, I mean, a lot of these student loans are predatory student loans. Right. And the colleges are predatory. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we, we've, we've talked about this time and time again, mm-hmm. about how the, the, the university is the problem. And yeah. if we if we fix that, we can fix the student debt. Yeah. And there are ways to go around the university, too. Yeah. I mean... You have a person like your brother who goes into an actual field. Maybe before you go to college, you should intern at a place, possibly, and See have, if you like it. have them pay for it. That's We're going to invest yep. in your future. There is a lot of if that. If you're with us. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Well, um, I'm just a dumb guy. <clears throat> yeah, you don't know. Who has podcasts, you know. Yeah, you don't know anything. Dummy. I live uh, in the woods. With ducks. 
Um, so you got her That's claiming everything. You got uh, how insane is what she proposed? Oh, it's it's I mean it, ultra she, wealthy. She wants the group. seventy-five thousand families who have a net worth of fifty million dollars or more. Yeah, they're gonna tax the piss out, and the way she went about skirting that math, mm-hmm. selling that shit. <clears throat> what a damn joke. Mm-hmm. Two cents on every dollar. And the Green New Deal. No, it's like 40% yeah. of, like, let's say you invest. Like, that's what it's, you're, it's not even capital gains. It, you invest 5%. I think it's the, the average investment. Well, dude, she was doing that old Native American math with sticks and rocks, <laughs> man. I mean, you can't, can't blame her. Yeah, it's true. No, I'll blame her parents for breeding. Yeah. Or 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 me or uh, her, Mima, with, oh with the high God. cheekbones. But you got Boot Edge Edge, who's doing the same damn thing. Everybody's supporting the Green New Deal. Everybody's supporting the socialist regime, even though Boot Edge is trying to pretend like he's a centrist. Yeah. The only centrist in the whole group is probably Biden, and that's terrifying that he yeah. is considered a centrist. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yo, the only Swalwell, re- the you hear about this? Yeah, the only reasonable person running on the Democratic side, and I honestly wish she would just leave the Democratic Party, is Tulsi. Mm-hmm. Really? She should just be a libertarian. Yes. yes. I love her. I do. I don't disagree with, I don't agree with everything she says. No, but she's a reasonable person. But she yeah. is a, re- exactly, she's a reasonable person. She would have a real discussion she about something. She would come something. on this show, and we would have, we would talk. Yeah. If she came on the show. I would well, be badass. you know. You're, you're welcome. Yeah, anytime. But uh, she would. She is a very reasonable person. Kind of like, Let's honestly, be real. the way any I look of these at Democrat, Anybody, any of these Democratic people are welcome to come on the show. It might not be as nice of a podcast, but right. well, I, you, if Elizabeth Warren wanted to sit in that chair, I'd welcome her. Absolutely. It almost absolutely. seemed like you, you almost choked trying to get the word people out. <laughs> like, any of these Democratic people. <laughs> But no, I totally agree with that. Um, she is really the only reasonable-minded person, and sadly, she won't get shit for votes because the left is trying to destroy her because she is reasonable. Yeah. And the people who are voting on the left don't want what she's selling, which is sad. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a Democrat. Those are Democrat policies, and that's a Democratic person who I could argue with, but understand why she stands for what she stands for. You know, you're not just pandering. She's being real about a lot of things. But, you know, whatever. Swalwell, you know, the guy who uh, threatened to nuke everyone. Don't nuke me, bro. You know, is saying that he's receiving death threats because he wants to take away all the guns. Well... Don't be stupid. Yeah. And Camilla Harris said the same thing. First 100 days, they're either going to get legislation through or she's executive order in it. Guns ban. All right. Make us all criminals. That's kind of what I was like. I was like, you know what? Just vote these fools in and get the damn thing done so we can prove that this is not going to happen. And mm-hmm. we can just swipe it down again and be like, no, we're not doing this. Move on. <sighs> I mean... You want to outlaw guns? I'll just be an outlaw, I guess. Yeah, basically. Start knocking on doors, dare you? Mm-hmm. Catch me outside. How about that? 
I mean, if I'm going to be a criminal, I'm I'm going full on. <laughs> I'm not going to start murdering. I'm just saying, like, I'm not I'm not giving them up. You're not going to pay taxes anymore? Is that what you're saying? Anything? I thought, I can't find... I enjoy that crap. I can't find the names, but there are a list of two or... I think there's a couple... Neo-conservative, milquetoast Republicans, besides Bill Weld, who are considering challenging Trump. I saw it, and I can't remember the names. I'm trying really? To find it here. I just saw Weld. That was the only one I knew. Well, this was something I saw earlier, and I'm just like, <clears throat> what? I don't think they're going to go anywhere. No. Like, I mean, the Republican, I think the Republican Party has officially backed, like, what Trump is doing. Like, he's getting things done. He's getting things done Republicans have tried to do for decades, and it's happening under him. Didn't we just hit another record high? <clears throat> In the stock market yeah. today. Yeah. Which would be Maybe it's Wednesday. Romney or something. I can't remember, but I just laughed really Ooh. hard. I think I might have read I something like that. I just laughed really hard. I'm like, are you kidding me? They're, it's it's You're over. You're a joke. Go away. The old, the old Republican Party's dead. If they want to keep the Republican Party as a party, they need to become the Trump Republican Party. Did you guys get a a census? I did not. The RNC? Yeah, got, you said you I got, got one. one. If we did, my wife got it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got one. I mean, it's said on there that you've been selected out of a few people or whatever. I'm like, man, I really wish there was a... Uh, couple lines where i could write some things under each question mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you're special i would love to i want to write things down besides just filling in a bubble yeah um more a little bit more 2020 there are like three more people that join the race none of them matter none of them have a chance I'm not even going to mention their names i mean are we up to like 47 now that are running i think it was 192 last i checked oh, okay see i was way behind uh i don't know what they're thinking if they're thinking that they can play the republican game and put a shitload of people in the ring and watch the person they want get out yeah. i mean I, I mean i don't know before we started recording i was watching a trevor noah daily show video because that was all i could find mm-hmm. to try and find a quote i was looking for because they just bury all this negative shit on mm-hmm. youtube and I laughed. I'm, 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 I don't understand why I'm laughing at Trevor Noah and with him. <laughs> it happens sometimes. I know. It's good. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's coming around to not be such a D-bag. Yeah. Uh... I said maybe. <laughs> but anyway, I liked the infographic they had when they were talking about it. World War D. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean... It's it's gonna be interesting. Oh, who just compared Bernie to? Oh, that was also Buttigieg. That guy's a dummy. He compared he compared Bernie supporters to Trump supporters, which I don't necessarily disagree with. Um, In typical Democratic fashion, he is a huge hypocrite. I have a friend Buttigieg. Who, yeah. 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 Really. I have a friend. She had posted something. She's like, I really want to like him. Maybe he needs to clean up his past mouth thesis and maybe in 2024 he can run but i yeah. can't get on behind him i'm like i didn't read too much into it because i don't really care mm-hmm. right but yeah no and I, I like i said i don't disagree with them i think bernie supporters and trump supporters are similar in their support for their candidate yeah the fervors that <clears> are there <throat> yeah and i think that's why bernie has the 
Democrats by a landslide because they're not going to rig it against them again. Maybe. They can try. I mean, see. He'll just let it happen. Yeah, you don't care. Let's write another book, make a couple, another couple mil. Yeah. You know, extort the college <laughs> his wife teaches. Yeah. Oh, crazy. But yeah, so there's... Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's... About, don't want to talk about Trump University. Let's talk about, you know, frauding an actual university. Mm-hmm. But that's about it for 2020. Um, they all support letting all the immigrants in on the border. Of course. Voters, man. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing with the felons voting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just another thing. Dependent. Let's have more people dependent on us. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. Yep. I actually think... Uh, letting people in jail vote. You fucked up. You're in jail. Some of them probably not. Shouldn't be in jail. Like, you know, nonviolent drug offenders. Yeah. But, man, there are just all sorts of bad things that come from that. I mean, let's not even look nationally. Let's look locally on that. Mm-hmm. You can have the, the actually have the inmates running the asylum yeah. in this scenario. Mm-hmm. They'll be voting on local things that affect whatever. Like, these, a lot of these prisons are in small rural towns. Areas. Rural areas. Rural yeah. like, areas. Okay, think about the Pontiac prison. Yeah. That would that would be more than the population of uh, Livingston County. Probably, yes. I was thinking back down where I went to school at my Carbondale. There's a big prison down there. Fulton County is another one. Yeah. A very small, populated, rural area that would have a very large prison that could run the vote. That's ridiculous. And just wait until they start pandering to prisoners. Right. <laughs> like they do with illegals and everything else. Can Hillary run again and then we can just leave her there? What, wait, wait, she wait, has hold a campaign on. stop. No, no, no. See, I don't find murder to be that bad. I and, see. And, and if you like to rape little children, I'm Catholic too, you know? So I see we're, we're all, we're, we're good here. Let's give me your votes. I see something better. I see Hillary running for president from a prison cell. Hmm. yeah well she won't have to go on go up any stairs there or down them this is true she'd have no foo bars at all yep i don't know man these democrats are nuts let's be real most of the republicans suck too (laughs) yeah you're not wrong but speaking about the border there is um, some shit going on there. Uh, last week we had Mex. What's up? Well, yeah, we had uh, Mexican um, soldiers draw down on American border patrol agents. Mm. No, 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 American soldiers. It was National Guard, oh. and the National Guard like relinquished their weapons, which. <laughs> In 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 the in the soldier in me is like you bitches, but also it's like I understand why you did this. <laughs> it's like it's like this could have been a really bad deal, and good for them for making a smart call like that and doing that. But I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, and then Mexico kind of redeemed themselves. 
They then arrested a shitload of people coming through Mexico in the caravan. There's still a shitload more, but, I mean, progress made. I'm, I'm going to take that. Uh, I think Mexico is just as, as overwhelmed and, and, and pissed off about it as, as we are. Yeah. But they're also trying to fight a cartel. Yeah. And they have a new government that is not owned by the cartel. And that's a big problem. Why can't we work together? I think we're trying. Hey, hey, Mexico, we'll give you some aid for this. We'll help you take out the cartel. Yeah, right. But that's probably not going to be a thing because I think part of our government works with the cartel. I mean, the CIA and the FBI Mm -hmm. and the Obama administration. Conspiracy theories. Oh, no. Fast Fast and Furious was not a conspiracy theory. I know. That wasn't actually like me. I know. But for those people who are wondering. Yeah. But yeah, um, 1,400 a day are coming across the border, the estimate is now. From That came from uh, C- CBD. CPD? CPD. CBD. CBD. <laughs> yeah, something on my they're mind. They're calm people. Yeah, very calm. <laughs> they're, non, they're not anxious. Yeah, for sure. So um, that's exciting. This caravan apparently has 20,000 people in it coming up uh, to, to claim asylum. Trump's talking about closing down a section of the border now. He's not talking about closing the whole thing down. I think um, some people have whispered in his ear and said, if we do that, that's going to fuck things up. And he was like, I don't care. And they're like, no, man, you should. This is bad. And he said, okay. So I don't think we're going to have a shutdown border, which honestly in mid-2019 going into 2020 election is probably not a bad idea. Well, all the basic bitches who were crying about not getting avocados will be happy. Right. Yeah, I just don't understand why we can't just strategically shut down parts of the border. Yeah, I I think that, I mean, it's it's more of a statement thing just to, you know, shut it it all down. You know, I mean, but I I agree. You can can technically shut down parts of it. Yeah. It's kind of like, so... They're worried about this 20,000 caravan, people caravan, coming across the border. And they're going to shut it down because of that. But these people aren't coming through the ports of entry. So I don't understand what shutting down the border would do. Right, but that goes back to the statement thing. Because you're when you shut down everything, you're basically proving the point to Mexico saying, Hey, listen do your fucking job on your end and stop this caravan before it even comes through here or, you know, your semis aren't coming through here. You're all these different things. So it does make a statement to them saying, help us out. You're letting all these people through. They're trespassing through your shit as well. Do your job so they're not coming here. Yeah, no, that's not... That's not... Yeah, that's a good point. You're probably right with the whole statement thing. But either way, I think it can work. I liked the whole shutting the whole thing down, but, Mm -hmm. I mean that's not what they're going to do that's not what they're going to do um on top of that uh trump doubled down on sending illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities and everybody freaked out well now the left these mayors are kind of calling this bluff and like yeah no we definitely want them send them all here so that is the next chapter of the uh illegals go to sanctuary cities book because i think he's going to do it and I think it's going to fuck things up in those places that are sanctuary cities and sanctuary states, kind of like 
us. Yeah, that's my, I mean. I haven't, yeah. I don't, I don't like, like it. it. No, I was just going to say I. Because our state is run by dumb fucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I agree with him. Yeah. They should. They will prove a point. I I love it. Even though we are going to suffer because of it. Yeah. Just for the principle of the thing that is going to show people what you voted for. This is what you voted for. Yep. This is the problem. This is why downstate Illinois hates you all. And plenty of upstate Illinois people as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it's the population center and centers yeah. yep. that want this. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like it because it's, it's normal sane people who aren't crazy leftists. I mean, we we create sanctuaries of our own, like, you know, for our Second Amendment rights. Right. Things like that, you know. But, but yeah. No, the border is uh, heating up. Uh, more fun things. The measles outbreak is now re- breaking a 25-year uh, record for the amount of measles outbreaks in the country. Uh, we mentioned this last week or week before about how it's possible connection to the illegal immigrants coming across the border. Um, there is now an outbreak of, not an outbreak, but an infestation, if you will, of the kissing bug, which if you did not know, is a bug that... What's a kissing bug? Let me tell you. It's a bug that bites you on the lip, and then when you kiss someone, it can transmit a fatal disease to that person. So it's like poison ivy. Basically like poison not, ivy. Not not the plant. <clears throat> right. The, the cartoon character. Right. It's from Central America. What is Central America. It was me almost saying South America, but I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but is that, uh, is that the second time you've admitted you were wrong on the podcast? Maybe I better I better calm myself down. <laughs> but uh, so, and it's made its way through Mexico, and now it's in the United States. I wonder how that got here. Could it be unchecked immigrants coming across the border? Yeah, because they sure as hell don't have vaccines and healthcare and good things down there. Yeah. I mean, what if they're bringing pineapples across the border? You sit there and you joke about these things when you go through customs and stuff, but, I mean, vegetation and mm-hmm. insects, I mean, even dirt. Like, when we came back from Iraq, dirt was a serious concern because there were bugs and stuff that had eggs that were tiny, and that was a serious problem. Yep. So... Yeah, all sorts of crazy shit happens. Even, you know, like going with the food. I mm-hmm. mean, my brother, when he was in high school, he worked at the grocery store here in town, and he was putting produce up, and he found a dead snake in a thing of bananas, I think. Mm-hmm. Nice. I thought it was, I don't know if he freaked out or not, or if he thought it was cool. I don't know. Maybe if he comes on the podcast, he can tell us that yeah. story. I'm sure, I'll have plenty of stories. He's a fun guy. It's true, and yeah. he will flirt with Justin and Tommy incessantly. I'll take it. Yeah, I like it a lot. <laughs> but yeah, so just... yeah, no, I I was uh, I have I have our V three today, and I was combing through some things. We were talking about measles and all mm-hmm. that. They one of these stupid ass fucking places that does these stupid ass videos had one on the measles outbreak 
maybe it was now this, maybe it was Vice, maybe it was Vox. I don't really know. Right. They just kind of run together for me. But they uh, they didn't have this piece of the puzzle that we talk about with the the, the unchecked migrants, right? Um, but they did. They were talking about like the measles outbreaks by year and whatever and all that shit. It was basically propaganda for vaccines, but they agreed with my assertion that they explained that some of these vaccines, some of these cases are happening. Like we were talking about the, in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. the Jewish people down there, that it's a religious, they don't want to do it because of religion. Also Amish places, you know, they don't do a lot of that stuff. So they're getting part of the puzzle, right? Now, if we could just get them to admit that, you know, the actual truth, that, you know, the other two parts of it that we think are big into it, mm-hmm. that the migrants and also that the vaccines, in fact, can give you measles. Yeah. So I have virus in there. I just want to put, make it clear. I'm sure you guys have already heard it. I'm not an anti-vaccination person. We just need to have a conversation about what's going into the vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Bad things can happen. Some of the ingredients aren't good. And they definitely do not test them enough. Yeah. And honestly... We sat here and read the insert parts of it. For just one. For the tetanus shot. Because I I just picked the one that the last vaccination I got. Sliced the crap out of my thumb. Here's here's your fucking shot. I was like... "Eh." Right. Took it. Who the hell knows what's growing inside of me, but... I took it. I And, I mean, to that point, it's not just vaccines. I mean, mm-hmm. just your normal pharmaceuticals. Some of them have these crazy chemicals and stuff mm-hmm. in it that are just, why? Chantix, the quit smoking drug. <laughs> you ever watch the commercial for that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the 10 seconds commercial and 50 seconds of mm-hmm. possible side effects? Suicidal thoughts or actions could make you want to kill people. I mean... Some people probably could just have those things with just quitting smoking. Yeah. I mean, the whole system is just fucked. Mm -hmm. Like when it comes down to pharmaceuticals. Speaking of fucked systems, actually, uh, the CEO and the EFO, I believe... Or CFO of UFO too? Yeah, UFO. Of a major pharmaceutical manufacturer and distributor are looking at life in prison because of the FBI's or the DEA's investigation that found that they have been willfully not reporting suspicious buying activity. Which to break that down, what they were doing is these guys were selling excess amounts of opioids, mostly fentanyl, um, oxycotton, and a third one. Can't remember what it was, but three very very addictive opioids to pharmacies, and the sales were very suspicious. There's a guideline through the DEA for suspicious buying practices. <laughs> and they were completely ignoring them from 2012 to 2016 when they got caught. And what they were doing is there was like 70,000 
purchases that fell under this suspicious buying activity. Good God. And they only reported like 12 of them over like a four-year period. Holy <laughs> shit. So they're still reporting things to keep appearances up, but they were knowingly selling excessive amounts of, of narcotics to pharmacies that they knew were selling them out the back door. Back door, yeah. Mm. Into the, you know, into our communities. When did the opioid crisis really get bad? Can we say the last five years? I mean, these are, these are probably not the only man. I mean, they, their profits went from 4 million a year to 42 million a year. So I understand their incentive. You know, it makes sense. How many other pharmaceutical companies are doing the exact same thing? Yeah. How many of them are shitting their pants right now because the fucking was, CEO and the CFO was are looking at one. This was one just company. one of the one company. One yeah. company. And they're in the top 10 for selling, but they're not, I don't think they're in the top five. Yeah. So we're talking not even a top five company got caught doing this, but it was a top 10 company. So you're not just a nobody. Right. And the one of them, the, the CFO has already pled guilty. And we're lo- they're looking at life in prison. One of them's already pled guilty. Good. Send him there. Absolutely. Can we I mean, do it with the rest of the pharmaceutical industry? I think I don't think they're done. No, <laughs> I mean, not how many, at all. How many I mean they've other, opened the door now. Yeah, how many of these other companies are shitting their pants right now? I'm yeah. all for technology. I'm all for technology. I'm all for trying to better things for people, but mm-hmm. narcotics don't do that. Not even what narcotics I know, I agree, but the other things that are out there, mm-hmm. like we do not test things enough mm-hmm. we need to instead of having the fda being in bed with these manufacturers being pawed off and lobbied for we need to do more testing on things yeah that one hand washes the other look at you know monsanto and roundup mm-hmm. they pay for the tests that they want to do and i'm using air quotes yeah and then those are the only tests that you're allowed to use yeah. in court I mean, Europe is dumb. Some of it, they do a lot of dumb shit. Mm-hmm. But guess what's banned in Europe? Roundup. Round They're not all dumb. Mm-hmm. They do yeah. some things right. R- Roundup has its place. Mm-hmm. But it, I don't. I agree. It's not. I don't think it's in the <laughs> civilian hands. I don't think you should be using Roundup for your yard. I don't think you should be using Roundup for your plants that you're eating. Oh, absolutely. At your not. house. Well, I mean, I you, personally you can't really the plants you eat at your house. You can't really spread Roundup. Roundup is a well. Yeah, I guess that's true. They're not you're not getting Roundup ready cucumbers in your yeah. <laughs> garden. No, Roundup is a non-selective. I don't have a problem with them using them on big farm operations like what we have around here, if, just because it's not food. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if if that's the case, I'm okay with it. You know, yeah, I agree. The stuff that's but you do have drift enough. and that kind of thing too. Yeah, but that's going to kill all the food that you would have consumed. Perhaps. Well, I guess you're right. Not, not always. There's plenty of other shit doses. they already put on the fields. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I'm not anti anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an anti farmer. I live in a farming community. I have friends that are farmers. I love them to death. But I, I think there needs to be some heavier checks and balances on yeah. things. On everything. Yes. Yeah. Totally agree. And, we, and, and when I mean checks and balances, the FDA needs to do their job. That needs to be whatever. And I think they, they need to farm out from unbiased sources, like third-party 
Yeah, there's no way it should be okay to use the manufacturer's <laughs> studies to, to justify no, yeah. independent third-party studies, unbiased people. They're, yeah. They're, they're, That's the way science used to work. We need People need jobs. Yeah, and don't misconstrue what we're saying for the fact that we want the government to step in and this and that. It, it more, You know we're for smaller government and everything else. We want them to leave us the hell alone. But the things that are set in place need to do their jobs. It's the same thing with gun control. I yeah. mean, we don't want more laws we want you to follow the laws that are on you on the books and mm-hmm. we don't want you to manipulate them to favor one side or the other yeah, yeah. and that's exactly what's happening with the, the big pharma lobby yeah the, the big medical lobby the 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 whatever we want to call roundups that kind of lobby the mm-hmm. agri, agri lobby you just call that monsanto lobby yeah it's a <laughs> fucking country on its own yeah. area i'm just we just need to i don't it's just i mean we need to be better that's it, pretty simple. Yeah. And like we talk about this, and it goes straight into things like what happened in Flint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was the fucking DuPont plant dumping chemicals, and then Flint, the government, not fixing their water pipes, and all these chemicals ended up in the water, and all, this, all these uh, um, copper, no, lead poisonings were happening. Yeah. I mean, that shit happened because the government failed. And checks and balances weren't made. And payoffs happened. There's no way you can tell me DuPont dumped all that shit in, in the water supply and nobody said that was well, was a bad thing. Here's a slap on the wrist. It seems like a lot of money to your average person, but to you it's not shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and look who's fixing part of the problem. In oh, Flint. private, Fl- private Flint's, enterprise. Flint's fit. Well, that, but also Trump. Yeah, Trump took care of it. Trump took care of it. Yeah. Like, it's, they're almost done. 80% of the water system in Flint is now good to go. Mm-hmm. And they just received another 70 million or 70,000, 70 million. I don't know. To That's finish. A big difference. <laughs> it is. To finish the construction and get everything else wrapped up. Like, we had Obama for eight years knowing, well, knowing about Flint, Michigan's water crisis. The guy who's supposed to help these low and downtrodden communities. Yeah. And he did nothing. The community organizer. He did nothing. And then you have Trump, the most racist person in the world, who helps a population that is majority black. And probably not voting for him. And probably uh, not voting for him. 77.7 million in federal funding. Yeah, 70, yeah. And that's the re- just the to remaining. finish. That's just to finish. They got a shitload of federal funding yeah, to, to yeah, start Yeah, guys up. like Elon Musk going in there and yeah. giving people water filtration. Yep. yep. I yep. mean, it's just... It's oh, like, but we live in such an oppressive, shitty country. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. horrible. It's horrible. I mean, it's just, it's just... And nobody said anything about it. I didn't know Flint was fixed. One of my buddies posted a picture. Oh, the mainstream media is not yeah. going to report on that. What are you talking about? One of my buddies posted a picture the other day. And I was like, it's been so many days since Flint, water ha- since, since Flint, Michigan had water. And I was looking into it, and I was like, what is going on there? What's happening there right now? Like, Are they getting this shit figured out, or what the fuck? And I looked it up, and I was like, went back to him, and I sent a couple of links to his post. And I was like, hey, man, I didn't know this until just this second, but. I am today years old. I am today's years old when I found this out, but Flint. Flint's water situation's fixed. Yeah. Like, well, the memes are still going around. People are just going to yeah, share them because they're like, "I feel bad for Flint." Hey, I'm I'm guilty. Like, yeah, like a week and a half before that, I did the same thing, and it's been fixed since 2016. 
Or that's when it started. That's when the well, fix yeah, started. I was going to say, yeah. it wasn't fully fixed yet. Yeah, but no, 2017. 2017. Jobs like that take time. Right, yeah. but they started fixing it in 2017. And it's like, I've been sharing a shill of those memes since 2017. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... But and why yeah. would the media talk about it? That's, exactly. You know, good news and, it helps and Trump. people are helping each other and the, the country is not just a bunch of racists and psychos who hate each other and there's not a you know race war and everything else and they just want to talk about the shitty things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no. made up shitty things. Well, and back in the news days for me, radio and television, it was all, some people probably heard this, but you have the man bites dog stories it seems like that's what the news is anymore mm-hmm. yeah dog bites man man bites dog mm-hmm. we're in man bites dog territory yeah that, that's what the mainstream media is it's ridiculous mm-hmm. yeah it's nuts but yeah I mean it's crazy mm-hmm. it is crazy well it's good that Flint is getting turned around hell yeah um, so the fresh new faces in Congress are in some trouble, perhaps. Oh, tell yeah. me more. Um, internet's slow. Give me a moment. I was doing that earlier, too. Yeah. Which fresh new faces are we talking about? AOC or all those fresh faces? Your usual suspects. All three of them? Rashida Tlaib. There's a fourth one that they're starting to highlight now. Bernie? (laughs) (laughs) Bernie's not a fresh. (laughs) (laughs) Dude's like 400 years old. (laughs) He he wasn't a fresh face when my dad was in college. Yeah. Ocasio-Cortez, Tlaib, and Omar's Progressive Caucus caught violating congressional rules. Ooh, no surprise. Shit. The House Progressive Caucus is, is exactly what you'd expect it to be, a far-left faction of Democratic Socialists that includes the infamous reps AOC, Ilan Omar, and Rashida Tlaib of Michigan, and Bernie Bro. Um... As their power grows, so does their corruption. Oh boy, that's a theme. That's that's a theme that happens a lot, huh? In government in general. Anywhere. But yeah, government. Yeah, big time. Um, It has recently been uncovered that the group is violating congressional rules by using a dark money group to further their legislative goals. According Hmm. to the Daily Caller, the leaders of the 97-member Congressional Progressive Caucus could face a formal censure or reprimand for using outside funds and services from the Congressional Progressive Caucus Center, a nonprofit group, according to the experts. House rules prohibit congressional caucuses from accepting such report from outside organizations. Um, Article 1, Section 5, Clause 2 of the U.S. Constitution says that Quote, each house may punish its members for disorderly behavior and with the concurrence of two-thirds expel a member. Based on previous history, the most severe punishment would likely be the censure or reprimand of the leaders of the Progressive Caucus. Didn't they all just get caught 
uh, with campaign finance ref- uh, violations as well. Part of it. That's part of it. Was that okay. all of them that got caught with that though? I they're, last, all, they're all. I guess in the. Yeah. Well, yeah, last I knew. Well, yeah. true. I don't think this is what I was talking about was connected to that. I was wondering, because the AOC had that thing. With, AOC had one, for and that, sure. And then I heard Alan Omar had one as well. This and is all of them. This, maybe I heard this is the whole that pact. was what I heard, and I thought it was talking about the campaign finance. <laughs> but plenty of, I mean, dark money and illegal activity going on between the three of them to figure out something's going on. But no surprise there again. They just haven't, they, you know, give them some time. They haven't been there long enough to know how to cover their tracks like Bernie and Clinton. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll get there. Give them some time. So you've got these, these, these three assholes. Hmm. That's pretty apropos. Um, the Democratic people are, I mean, they're, they're rejecting them now. That's, oh, that's yeah. Great. Um, according to... Um, I don't know what this is. Anyway, the Free Beacon first reported that two thousand the $2,000 contribution given by Omar to uh, Lucy McBath, whose campaign oddly left the contribution off its quarterly fundraising report. <laughs> so they're rejecting money from them, mm-hmm. supporting them. It's great. And uh, apparently a lot of them are like trying to push them out. Like, yeah. when their term's up, they're done. They're not even going Oh, yeah. There's a big-time, like, campaign. and what I, There's a millionaire donor, like, trying to find somebody to get rid of AOC. Uh, they found her. Yeah. There's a, a Republican. She is a medical journalist. Like, she, <laughs> and, I, and I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Does that mean she writes medical journals, or she is a journalist about medical things? It could go either way, honestly. I really don't know. I would say probably she's a journalist that reports on medical things, because... Medical journals are in academic journals. Doctors write those. Yeah, academic journals in general are professionals in the industry writing papers, reports, whatever. Maybe she's a surgeon. I don't know. I don't know. I I would venture to say she's probably just a journalist who covers medicine. Yeah, I just saw it in passing. But yeah, they have her, and apparently she is all on board for going up against her, and she's a Republican. Good, Joey Biggs. Joey Biggs. Bring it up. He he has got a, a store and whatever, and I saw his shirt the other day. It's uh, or it's a whole thing. Maba, yeah. Make Alexandria bartend again. again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and fine, you can go bartend. She probably made a shit pile of money in New York City bartending. You yeah. talked about oh, bartending yeah. before. See, and that's the thing. There was a lot of people who were getting upset about that and saying, "Why degrade bartenders and this and that?" And it's like that's not what it is. No, it's not degrading. It's it. it's. Go I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure Joey Biggs likes a bartender here. You know, it, it's. And I'm sure she's it's, a great it's, bartender. They just don't want her in the position that she's in. They'd rather her be a bartender. I'm <laughs> sure she's a great bartender. Yeah. She's a really shitty congresswoman. So, she's I mean, cute. I'd buy a drink from her. Yeah, she get good tips from me. Yeah. yeah, and she'd be talking to us. I'd probably give her a business card. You should listen to her podcast <laughs> yeah. and get your head out of your ass. <laughs> but, uh, and, oh, she just had some stupid comments again what, about the VA. New? Oh, yeah. Saying, oh, yeah. I have them, actually. No, you have a clip? I have a clip. Oh, my goodness. I love when you oh, have I didn't clips. know that. Yeah. For your listening play. Oh, I don't know. Pleasure. <laughs> In 2019. 
in an era where we think that when we have uh, insulin for sale and we try to skim off the profits of life-saving medications, it is radical to believe that caring for our veterans should not be for sale in America. And here's the thing, they are trying to fix it. But who are they trying to fix it for is the question we got to ask. And this is who they're trying to fix it for. They're trying to fix the VA for pharmaceutical companies. They're trying to fix the VA for insurance corporations. And ultimately, they're trying to fix the VA for a for-profit healthcare industry that does not put people or veterans first. And so we have a responsibility to protect it. Because if it is any community that deserves Cadillac, first-class healthcare in the United States of America, it is our military service members and veterans. Period. People talk about the advocacy that comes from our district and the advocacy that comes from me as though it's this big, radical, scary, crazy thing. And you know why they say it's so radical and so crazy? You know it's this big, radical belief at the core of what we advocate for? is because we believe that some things should not be for sale in this country. President Trump signed the $55 billion VA mission to expand private care for options for veterans, but has pushed against bipartisan plans to actually fund it. Veteran advocacy groups have encountered reforms of VA health care, but have also warned of the effects of increased privatization. We are confident that any objective, unbiased analysis of all the relevant data and evidence about it's too fast. <laughs> <laughs> trying to read it to you. I think we got the point. This is a now this video and so a lot of music and words and yeah. was that all she said? No, there's more. Ugh. And that is the entire opening and approach that we have seen when it comes to privatization is the idea that this thing that isn't broken, this thing that provides some of the highest quality care to our veterans somehow needs to be fixed, optimized, tinkered with until, until we don't even recognize it anymore. And so when we talk about the VA, we need to talk about protecting the VA. And if we really want to fix the VA so badly, let's start hiring and filling up some of those 49,000 vacancies that haven't been hired. All right, so our resident veteran, his face is red watching this video, and I'm sure he has plenty of things to say. And go. Mm -hmm. Okay. The VA has gotten much better under President Trump. That's awesome. I use the VA regularly. It's a garbage healthcare system. It doesn't work. It doesn't help veterans. There is no prioritization to anything. It's just first come, first serve. This is why veterans go to VA parking lots and shoot themselves in the fucking face. Just two weeks ago, a vet went to a VA in the waiting room and shot himself because the wait lines are long. One of my best friends, a guy I served with, was just in the VA 
two weeks ago complaining because they fucked up his scheduling so bad that they can't get him appointments. They haven't been able to get him appointments for four months. Things that he has to do. Mental health evaluations that he has to have. Medical evaluations that he has to have after surgeries that he has had to have repeatedly because he went to the VA to get them done. I know people who have been in the VA system getting the same knee replaced over seven times because they fucked it up. You know what else the VA doesn't have that private healthcare has? Responsibility. You can't sue the VA when they fuck you up. There is no malpractice. That's what your social healthcare system gives. So I broke this down. Me and me and the Sasquatch bounced this around last week after the, after the show. And I found that it cost $180,000, no, $180 million to fund the VA a year. No, it was $180 billion. $180 billion to fund the VA a year. Billion sounds better, yes. I know. It was, it was billion. I was there. Yes. And our, they want to privatize our entire healthcare system. Not privatize. They want to socialize our entire healthcare system so it's government run. That is estimated at a generous estimate at like $7.5 trillion. If you take the percentage of veterans who actually use the VA healthcare system and you have to find some numbers because they bounce you around a lot. It's not, you got to look, okay? If you look at the first numbers you see, they're going to be wrong. You have to keep digging and find out what the percentage of the people that actually go to the VA are actually getting full care and not just getting treated because there are a lot of guys that don't have 100% healthcare through the VA and those are the only people that matter in this situation because those are the numbers of people who are getting what they're selling when we get to socialized healthcare, <clears throat> when it comes down to it, the VA, when it when extrapolated to the point of the entire United States for healthcare, costs two hundred billion dollars less than what they're proposing for the United States healthcare system, completely government-run, socialized healthcare. So what you're basically saying is that all of this proposed nonsense that they want to socialize everybody's medicine to be yes. is going to be the same level of money and care that the VA is going to be? It's Yes. So we're going to have the VA for the whole country? Yes. Yeah. Which, unlike what Ocasio-Cortez, who has absolutely zero fucking idea what she's talking about, it irritates me. Only because I know that she's clueless. She's either clueless or blissfully ignorant. And either way, it's irritating. And she's dangerous. And dangerous. She's wrong. The VA is fucked up. It's not a Cadillac. Like, I'm just, like, literally, veterans just go there to kill themselves because they've waited so long for care. It's fucked up. She's, Mm -hmm. I, I, the only thing I agree with her in that entire crap video was that, our veterans should have Cadillac healthcare. Absolutely. They should be taken care of 100%, no the, questions asked. And you know how you get that? Through fucking Chump's Choice Program. Mm-hmm. It did that. We were able to go to regular hospitals and get care, and they just paid the bill. And that's what we're trying to do because the VA can't handle it because they don't have the money, because they don't have the facilities. Let me just explain in simple terms why the VA is the stupidest fucking idea ever. You have all these veterans 
who need health care, who you've, who've promised health care to, okay? Why in the fuck does it make sense to build an entire health care system separate from the one we already have? All these MRI machines that we all of a sudden need, all these doctors, staff members, all these hospitals all across the country. Why don't you just pay for our bills when we go to the doctor? You're telling me that would be more expensive? No. What you're telling me is you tried to funnel money back in the Vietnam War and it worked, but then you had the VA and you had to figure out how to do it. And you got fucked. And now we have a system that sucks and everybody's pretending like it's good. It's not good. Right now, I'm weighing the options because I qualify for 100% healthcare through the VA. So I'm going to the VA for as much as I possibly can. And about 60% of the time, I end up using my healthcare through my job because I just can't get the, I can't get the care. I can't get it there. And I, we have a very good VA. Like the VA hospital that I go to is a top VA hospital in the, in the country. But it still sucks. Do you go to the one by Danville? Uh-huh. Okay. I'm just curious. But that's a 45, 50-minute <clears throat> drive for you. Yeah. Right. And that's a lot of... There's a lot of people that are vets that don't have I mean, a lot of a lot of them have to drive. Yeah. Travel to get to a VA. You have that problem. Well, I would have qualified for the choice program. Well, I understand the choice program. I'm I'm I'm, well, saying, I'm uh, making I'm making the point is is that you live an hour away from the closest VA. Right. Mm-hmm. How right. many other people like you who don't have the means to get there mm-hmm. are in the same boat? You have the means to get there. Right. And well, that that was one thing the choice program gave you was because you were so far away, you qualified for it. Um, was a big thing. So if you were so far away, you would qualify for VA healthcare. One thing, another another thing that sucks about the VA. I had a buddy who used to put windows in skyscrapers. That was his job. He cut his arm very badly and was it was literally bleeding out. He put a tourniquet on his arm because he knew how, and they drove to the nearest hospital. The doctor told him in that hospital, had he had he not been there in the next 10 minutes, they wouldn't have been able to save him. He would have died because they wouldn't have been able to get enough blood in him without a beating heart, you know, and the, he would have died. The VA called and said, we're not, he sent the bill to the VA and the VA is like, no, we're not paying that. And he's like, it, you know, it was an emergency. There was no VA hospital in the area. He's like, she's like, you had to go to a VA hospital for it to be covered. So we're not going to cover it. This is a guy that had 100% VA health care. And they said no. And he's like, so what was it? The nearest hospital was 40 minutes away. And the doctor, the surgeon literally said I would have died in the next 10 minutes. And they literally were like, you have to go to a VA hospital. So literally they told him he should have died. And then they would have covered it. So they would have covered his funeral. VA, the VA is good. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, how many other cases and similar scenarios are of that are there? It's constant. countless. Oh, it's it's an, it's insane. I've been to that Danville one a couple times. It, I've uh, I was a bingo caller there when I first went. When I first got out, I was mortified, and then I didn't go to the VA for probably oh shit six or seven years and then a buddy of mine talked me into going back and then I actually forced myself to go to Chicago and then through some kind of scheduling error they made me go to Danville 
and I went down there and it has changed so significantly and they have like really up the, the, the care there is 10 times it was when I was there last time. Hmm. And I mean, that was Trump doing his thing and getting shit fixed in the VA. Like this VA hospital that I went to that was so bad that I just straight up just gave up free healthcare because it was not worth it turned into something that I'm willing to try and go to and it's getting better but no way can we say that the VA is an effective healthcare system and just FYI that's the healthcare system they're selling you when they say free healthcare do the math yourself that's what they're selling you if our government got only one thing right I would want it to be that Mm -hmm. just pay for our bills like I, I we all agree on this. Like, you, you you will rarely find a veteran who says the VA is amazing, or says that they like the system the way it is, and who wouldn't question saying, "Why don't you guys just pay for our bills?" Like the comments are endless on any post about this right now on Facebook or Twitter because I kind of looked, I went through them. And if you had if you had it truly to where you could go to any hospital to get your care or any doctor to get your care. I mean, the government could negotiate prices and drive it down to save themselves money. You yeah. Know? For the millions and millions of us that there are mm-hmm. that, that qualify for a hundred percent. Absolutely. They could. Yeah. It's nuts. It's just stupid. I don't understand why we, ugh, I don't understand. It's dumb, but it absolutely is. It is what it is. You know, AOC wants to talk about my ideas are radical and people are making me the boogeyman and everything like that. Bitch, you're crazy. That's why. Yeah, you don't think things through. Your ideas are stupid and mm-hmm. horrible. And one, you don't take criticism. Like, no. If if someone comes to you and says, hey, your idea is really bad. What do, you, what do you have? Like, Dan Crenshaw came to her. That you're, representative. You're racist. You're a misogynist. Well, she came. She's like, what, he's like, what are you talking about? The VA is okay, this, that, and the other. And she's like, um, I have spoken about the VA for like three weeks. What have you done for the VA? And oh, it's like, yeah. Um, Literally. How about in, three tours and yeah. gave up a fucking eye? Yep. Yep. <sighs> <sighs> Apparently there's some uh, AOC documentary that the trailer just dropped on Netflix for. I haven't seen it, but mm-hmm. oh, they're all getting them. Yeah, all your leftists are getting Netflix docs. Uh, thanks, Obama. Yeah, I mean, no, now it's, on the board. It's, it's actually him. <laughs> now on the board. <laughs> Fine, dandy, whatever. I don't know. Maybe Obama really likes. Uh, maybe Obama's responsible for. The, trailer, the animated trailer park boys. I don't know. It's probably not, but I mean, no, because it's really good. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably true. But I'm just saying, if he was like, okay, cool, you mm-hmm. like the trailer park. Actually, boys. true story. I could probably see Obama token up and watching that. Fine, don't have a problem with it. It is really fucking funny. It is really, good. <laughs> it really is. It's really good. But yeah, yeah. Are we done talking about? Yeah, crazy we'll go from uh, crazy bitches to horrific, horrific, bad, sad news that happened. Well, last. I'll start off by just you, you guys have a good Easter. 
We never even mentioned it at the beginning or anything. I did. Yeah. I had deviled eggs, and then Monday I had deviled egg farts. <laughs> yeah, I'm still eating Easter dinner. I keep forgetting to take a hard-boiled egg to lunch. Yeah, I got some ham I have left. Two dozen. Yeah, I had a good day. Family and everything else. It was a beautiful day. I rode the bike. Yeah. Cruised around some. That was nice. Yeah. Easter was, breakfast was, at church. I was out having a cancer stick on my glider on my front porch. Oh, yeah. 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 I had the... And his wife was... the wife on the back of the bike. getting on the back of the motorcycle. Yeah. She was a little nervous. She hasn't been on a motorcycle in like 13 years or something. But uh, she did all right. We only went around town. We didn't go too fast or nothing. But she's getting used to it. But, but yeah. Hope everybody had a good Easter. Because, um, you know, Easter was this past weekend. So I want to start off by uh, talking a little bit about... Uh, Easter worshipers. Hmm. What the fuck is an Easter worshiper? Apparently the left will catch fire if they say the word Christian, so they go and make up a new term. Honest to God, I have never heard that before Sunday's suicide bombings in Sri Lanka that left more than 350 dead and over 500 wounded. Why is it that so many people in the media were saying Easter worshipers? I, I don't I don't understand. Uh, why Why is it that people like Hillary and Obama were so quick to give condolences to the Muslim community specifically after the Christchurch New Zealand attacks, but can't bear to say the word Christian? In fact, a quick search through some Twitter archives shows countless times Hillary has tweeted with the word Muslim, but not a single time has she ever tweeted the word Christian. Ever. In her entire Twitter. Really? Can't find one. Nothing comes up. Hmm. AOC, who went nuts on Twitter and was so quick to politicize the attack of Muslims in Australia, but was completely MIA after Easter, other than the one or two tweets about that new Netflix show. CNN cared more about a typo in President Trump's tweet about the attack than anything else. These past Sunday's attack killed more than six times of that of the Christchurch attacks. Yet, the media coverage is almost non-existent. I'm not trying to compare the killings of Muslims and Christians. They are both terrible, and I pray for the victims and their families. I'm just trying to show the major difference on how the left and the media report on murders of the single most persecuted religious group in the world and Muslims. Absolutely. I really wanted more to say, and I couldn't put there, it down there's just no more to say yeah i just i've been fuming i mean it was a horrific thing any kind of attack like this doesn't matter who it's against um is absolutely terrible and innocent people don't deserve to die no um but it just pissed me off when i saw there, there it wasn't just Hillary and Obama. There was a bunch of other ones. I have no idea where this Easter were. Nobody like, worships came, Easter. I think they were the first ones, though. I think it came yeah. from them, and then Maybe. everybody else. Like, oh, that's a good one. We'll, we'll start using that. Well, I think what happened was when they came out with theirs, there was all the backlash from the right, and then I truly, I mean, they coordinate these things. Yeah. Their their two tweets were not even an hour apart. Yeah, it's not See, like it's like a term that's never been said exactly, ever. Exactly, and they both said it. So I think after that happened, their comms people 
just reached out to a shitload of Democrats across the board because even um, a newspaper, or not a newspaper, uh, a, a uh, news website had an article that said Easter worshipers in it, and it was like in the afternoon on the 20th. And it's like, they all they coordinated it, sent out messages, like, hey, use this term. Which has happened before. There's been plenty of times before where a random weird term that doesn't really isn't normal in the context mm-hmm. has been used by multiple people within an hour. Do you guys remember the was it uh, some media group that video we watched we're back at your house mm-hmm. where it was literally whoever owned this conglomerate of local TV stations. Oh, the Sinclair oh. video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the same. same exactly, the same thing happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. There are compilation videos oh, talking about the Mueller investigation and all that shit. But they're all saying the exact same thing. Yep. Literally the same, same word, script. The same words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same the phrases. The walls are closing in. The walls are closing in. The yeah. walls are closing in. And even like the one you're talking about where like it is, it is an entire Literally word, story. Yeah. And yeah. it's just every word is exactly. Maybe an adjective here it, and there well, is it was Well, it was a thing about... Um, fake news and mm-hmm. and and yeah. all that kind of stuff and they were literally just reading and it's just it, what it is is local news is across the entire country all saying the exact same yep. thing to the exact same audience it'd be a short three or four word phrase and then it'd be like six different places saying the exact same thing mm-hmm. and then it'd go on and then it'd go on it's yep yep and there's more than like they got hit because the sinclair group is apparently a conservative group yeah, I think they really, they lean right or whatever. Yeah. And uh, but it's not just them; it's all Every of those of huge local yeah. news conglomerates that do this. You know, when they're like, "We are part of this group" or whatever. That whole, yeah, you're, look you're, into that group. You're getting your the same fa- script. Your favorite local television station isn't owned by some guy who owns the car dealership, right? It's owned by a big conglomerate com- company who, who owns, owns a shit pile of other of ones. those. Yeah. And I think this is the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, that was a good way. That was a good description. But it's still horrible. I mean, you have 350 people <clears throat> dead. Over and still counting, and the numbers yeah. keep going up. Yeah. It was like 340 last, this morning. I was going to say, last I heard, it was like 320. Yeah, he had higher than over 300 dead and over 500 injured. Yeah. Um, That's just nuts. They have arrested now i think it's 49 people really goodness good i did see that video today of one of the bombers walking into the church i posted a video the other day of the you know it was the aftermath it was a little rough to watch yeah i saw that too um but open your fucking eyes people Mm -hmm. yeah you know you go back to the just all the defamation in the last couple of years churches all over the, the world things like that happening mm-hmm. we're like not blind to it here but it's hard to it's hard for people i guess who aren't christian to see it because one they live here in america where it is not that way and where christians have a whole lot of freedom you know are we pushed against a lot in the media and stuff like that yeah are we killed a lot in America? Not really a lot, I would say. Not that you could prove that it was because of religious reasons. Right, right. Yeah. So most of the um, time, not. Right. 
And but outside of the United States, it's and, not that way at and all. And that's why I said the the single most persecuted religious group in the world. Right. But when you say that, people are like, "No way!" And it's like, "Cause you're here." During the World Watch List 2019 reporting period in the top 50 countries, want to hear mm-hmm. these numbers? 1,266 churches or Christian buildings were attacked. 2,625 Christians were detained without trial, arrested, sentenced, and imprisoned. And 4,136 Christians were killed for faith-related reasons. On average, that's 11 Christians killed every single day for their faith. Yeah. That's 2019. Yeah. Good gravy. Wild. Yeah. Radical extremism in any form mm-hmm. is unacceptable. No matter what religion. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Or non religion. Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter. Love each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Treat people how you want them to treat you. If that happened on a wide scale, we'd have a much better place to inhabit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, on to some good news. AG Bar released, redacted, heavily redacted. I don't know about heavily. Redact- Necessarily redacted. Yeah, was- yeah, it's national security stuff. It's yeah. whatever. The report is out. No collusion. No obstruction, even though the Democrats think there's obstruction, but it was handed off to the AG, yeah, and the AG said no no obstruction. So mm-hmm. that's the end of that. The end of that. Well, legally, they're Le- going to keep running with it. Oh yeah, there. I mean, it was two parts. The yeah. first part was the investigation over corruption or collusion, collusion. and the second part of the report was. Basically, an, an op-ed mm-hmm. detailing all this horse cockery. Um, about obstruction, basically finding that there's not enough here for me to do anything, but I'm going to pass the buck to Congress. Yeah. So there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. There's some pretty embarrassing, damning things that the Democrats are going to run with for the next two years or more. Right, yeah. But nothing in there is at all. And I have a clip of Mark Levin, who Tommy doesn't like, which he annoys me sometimes too, but not very often do you see a radio host go on to a, a cable network and, as a guest and just completely take over the segment. So, enjoy this. It's fun. I see considerable evidence of obstruction of justice, which is what Mueller said. He lays it out for Congress, and he practically invites Congress uh, to, pursue the, to pursue that. Barr took it upon himself to announce that he decided to clear the, to clear, uh, the president. It's not up to him. We need the whole report. We need the whole report, including the underlying documents, unredacted. Judiciary Chair Jerry Nadler, that's just a few moments ago, slamming the Attorney General yet again and calling for the full, unredacted Mueller report. Here to react is Mark Levin, host of Life, Liberty, and Levin. Good morning to you, Mark. 
Good morning, and it's always good to wake up to a slip-and-fall lawyer like Jerry Nadler, <laughs> and uh, they'll bring their lawsuit and they'll lose. Uh, so this is all about the press, and I'd like to get to that in a minute. But if I could talk about this report, everybody's focused on Volume 2, aren't they, including us. Volume 2, what did McGahn say, and why did the president tell McGahn not to say this? Why do we keep focusing on this? This report, Volume 2, doesn't have a syllable of legal significance. There's not a syllable of law in it. It doesn't matter what McGahn said or what the president said. None of it's been tested in a court of law. There's been no um, uh, challenge to it. There's been no cross-examination. Nothing. That's why Mueller wrote this. This is a political document that he should never have written. A political document that's 200 pages long that the press keeps focusing on. That's why he and Weissman and the others wrote it, because he knew you all, he knew CNN would be obsessed with it, he knew that uh, MSNBC would be obsessed with it. This is an op-ed. This is a 200-page op-ed. That's all this is. No prosecutor who wouldn't want to be disbarred would ever produce anything like this, talking, well, this guy said this, and why did the president say that? How do you know? Well, the prosecutor said. Well, who gives a damn what the prosecutor said? He's not God. He's not a judge. He's but not Mark, a jury. But they're quoting the White House counsel. Doesn't whether or not so the president what? told, doesn't whether the president told the truth or not matter to you? It matters completely to me. So how do you know this is truthful, Ed? He's the White House counsel. Do you think he lied to How the How do you know this is truthful, Ed? You have no know. idea. You know that the prosecutor put words in here that he was told by another individual. That has never been challenged. President says he didn't say that. So you have no idea. I have no idea. That's why we have a court of law. That's why prosecutors, damn it, are not supposed to write essays like this. Now we have a special counsel. And the Democrats knew a special counsel could write a report. They're not focused on volume one, which is legal, which does cite law, which was an investigation that found no collusion. That was the purpose of the investigation. Obstruction was not the purpose of the investigation. And he didn't have an obstruction case against the president of the United States, or he would have brought it. I'm using plain English so even Joe Scarborough and Jake Tapper can understand this. <laughs> Volume 2 is crap. Volume 2 was written for slip-and-fall lawyer Nadler, slip-and-fall lawyer Schiff. That's why he wrote it. He knew the media would run with it. Volume 1, Mr. Mueller should have come up to a microphone six, 12 months into his investigation and announced to the American people, I have great news. The president didn't collude. His campaign didn't collude. There's no collusion. I'm shutting down this investigation. I got Manafort. I'll give it to the U.S. attorney in Virginia. I'll give this one to the Southern District of New York. He didn't do it. Why didn't he do that? And right to the end, they're trying to get the president's in-person testimony about something he knew never happened. Collusion. And yet, why is this report even faulty? How can you talk about Russia interference in our election and ignore the Hillary Clinton campaign and the DNC and the senior level of the FBI that's been wiped out by their own conduct? How in the world can you do that, not interview Barack Obama and Susan Rice and all the rest of them? This is a hack job. Now, where are we here? Where are we here? From my perspective, it's now a matter of the American people versus the press, or I would call them the unfree press. 
We had a report by the Shortson Center at Harvard. It's, it's going to be in my new book. The first 100 days of coverage of Trump presidency, they looked at seven major media outlets, including Fox, CNN and NBC, 90% negative. The rest of the media, 70 to 80% negative. Fox, 52, 48 negative to positive, the only even-handed one. And they said, this is Harvard, not me, in every dimension, the reporting was overwhelmingly negative. This isn't a free press. This isn't serious. They keep bringing this fool Nadler up there. He's going to bring a phony lawsuit. He's going he's to subpoena this trashing of an attorney general of the United States who followed the law. I want well, the American people to understand something real fast. The way the regulation reads is this report, which he didn't have to produce this, the prosecutor, he wanted to produce this. This report goes to the attorney general of the United States. He's not an observer. He's in the regulation. He decides what to say, what not to say. It, he decides what's relevant. He's the Attorney General of the United States, not Robert Mueller. Right, so Mike. they are destroying the, the Attorney General of the United States, the media are, mm. because they destroy anybody who stands up to the mob. Yeah, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, and he's right. <clears throat> From what I understand of it, and I'm going to listen to the whole thing, but it, uh, the whole last half of it is just them writing for the last, what, year and a half? Trying to make shit up. Trying to find something. Because they've known for the last forever that there was no collusion. Mm -hmm. He just kept the story going just to keep the story going. And he left it open and didn't close it up to do the exact same thing. Yeah, op-ed was the best term for that. Yeah. It's all really well said. Yeah, it's an opinion paper. And for the for the listeners, um, the entire Mueller report is available for free on Audible. You can listen. They they have a guy who re, who will read it to you. Obviously, that sucks. Whoever did that, oh, goodness, that's right? a lot of shit to read. But um, the entire thing is available on Audible. So you can just listen to it on the way to work. I mean, I've been wondering how I'm going to read the whole thing because I really want to. But by the time I finish the damn thing, it's not going to be nobody to be talking about it anymore. Mm. This is a way that I think I could, it'll it'll be easier when you can get to the whole thing and not having to hear everybody's side of it. But that's the way I plan on doing. It. I just wanted to let it out there because I just found out yesterday or today that it was available like that. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be good to listen to. Just a pretty quick turnaround. For somebody to cold read that and read it and do well doing it. Get it right. Recorded. Yeah. I mean, it's 19 hours. Oh, I guess that's not too bad. Really, it's not. <clears throat> 19 uh, hours the of books, audio. The book series that I'm listening to on audiobook there there's six of them and they've averaged between 14 17 yeah right in there so yeah between 12 and between 12 and 20 depending on how long the book is i didn't usually. realize that but you gotta think i mean you're listening an hour at a time take you a week or two no i understand i'm just saying if i'm gonna read a book does it really take 
I guess maybe it does. I don't know. Shit, it takes me longer to actually read because I'll actually, I'll sit and read something and I have, uh, my mind will be somewhere else as well. And it's like, shit, what I just read. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll go back and I'll read that paragraph. T- I'll go through two pages like that and just be like, yeah. oh shit, what was the last thing? I, I do that with audiobooks reading. too. I'll be doing it while I'm working and all of a sudden it's just like, yeah. oh, I haven't been listening for the last, like, last 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That happens. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's kind of cool, and you can speed it up, so you can do like two times where you can still understand what they're saying, especially you because you do all the editing and stuff like that. So you're used to like speed read, speed listening. Oh, so FYI, if you listen to our podcast, especially on the Apple Podcast app, because that's what I use, um, you can listen to us sped up too. Ooh, on there, yeah, very so, nice. or slow down. Well, but however yeah, you so, listen to us, you should yeah. just review us. Anyway. So you can do that, and then 19 hours turns into. Eight and a half. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair. But yeah, yeah. I would. I, I was going to talk about the media in this a little bit, but I don't mm-hmm. even care because it's, they're going to focus on a few things in there um, to perpetuate their narrative because they just had. They're they're still wiping off the the egg and cum mixture off their face. There's still eggs being thrown. Like they're yeah. losing viewers by the day. Oh my still. god, it's ridiculous. Like it's crazy. They're they're gonna focus on the when Trump, the instance where he, early on said this is gonna kill my pre- presidency. I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're gonna they're gonna clamp onto that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I follow a uh, liberal on Twitter, and he's usually pretty reasonable on most topics. When it came to the, to the Mueller investigation and the Russian collusion, he was dead set that it was a thing. And there was just a handful of his followers who thought he was crazy on that and now it's like the flip the switch has been flipped most of the comments on his stuff if it has anything to do with the russian thing is like hey man i fell for it too but it was all bullshit they Some all people lied can't to us. Ad- they can't admit that they were wrong and they were lied to yeah. mm-hmm. they can't just, they, they can't come to grips with it i think i'm just more surprised that so many of them did yeah because there are a lot of them who were like yep i've been had mm-hmm. it's hard for people to admit that they that that's that Pride's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess we'll see what happens over the next couple of years with this whole molar thing, but... It's never going to... Yeah, it's just it, going to keep going. Yeah. I mean, I didn't realize how short... I, I didn't really know much about Jerry Nadler. I heard him talk a few times with the Candace Owens video. He was there, but he mm-hmm. was sitting down. I didn't realize how Humpty Dumpty he was. He is yeah. short and he is round. <laughs> He was rounder back in the day. And he has, I think him and uh, Justin Trudeau have the same eyebrow people. Did you notice his eyebrow? I did not. One is here and one is like way up here. (laughs) Maybe he was having a stroke. Maybe he's like Justin Trudeau. I was waiting for it to fall off. You guys remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. (laughs) Maybe he's always just kind of perplexed. (laughs) I mean, that would make sense. He's, he's He's an idiot. I love how Elvin characterized <laughs> Slip and fall lawyer. Yep. Well, yeah. I don't really want to talk anymore about Mueller because that's been the thing it's, for the last three years. It's and, over. And it's the same conversation over and over. Even yeah. after it's done. Yeah. You know, the only thing that's new is that, oh yeah, we know that there was nothing there. But the Democrats are still doing the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it was my turn for V3. And I found a very interesting video. Um, I'm going to preface it by saying that 
if Vice keeps this up, we may take him out of E3. Cool. This was actually a pretty good video. Conversations were had. I think it was pretty good. So, for I, I'm going to play the Dirt music because they're not out of the woods yet. But um, if they continue to make videos like this, I might consider it. So, for your listening pleasure. I grew up poor and black in Akron, Ohio. I went to one of the worst schools in Akron, Ohio. I went to the military, risked my life multiple times. There is no reason that every single black kid on the block can do that same thing. Oh, no, 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 By show fans, who here voted for Donald Trump? All day. Believing in Trump's rhetoric, just morally, I don't understand, especially a black person. Uh, three words or less, what is your reaction when you see a black person wearing a MAGA hat? Well, there's a story. Independent-minded brother. Bold. Confused. Cringe. Ew. Uh, you do you. Looks good on you, it can't fit on my head. I saw true hate coming from the left, and it was White yes. people calling me Uncle Tom, pretty much. White people telling me I'm not black enough. Aunts won't speak to me even now. I got aunts that don't talk to me because I'm, um, I want to be white. The people that call me the nasties, all kinds of like, oh, house Uncle Tom, like all this stuff. I've been called a bed wench. That's how racist the left still is. For the black conservatives, how do you align with white conservatives when they speak mal of black people? You, like call, my, you call them out. My yeah. whole thing that's like not for me. Not even calling them out, but just no, how do you stand with them when they are speaking mal against them? How do you stand, stand with Hillary Clinton like, when she not... calls, um, you know, kids super predators? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Gonna but there are going to be some racists all over the place. So now it's like, okay, yo, watch him out. Believing in Trump's rhetoric, just morally, I don't understand, especially a black person, because just him as a person, as a, as an entity, just seem is just super corrupt. Who here voted for Barack Obama? Damn near everybody. Twice. Campaign, Twice. For, campaign for him in 08. A semi-personal question. Did anyone vote for him just because he was black? Not just, but that was a big reason I voted for him. See, I'll admit, it's really funny because I'm a conservative. And I was so available to be used by all of the systems that made that person president. This person was born and raised in wealth and privilege his entire life. And the idea mm -hmm. that this person was somehow more connected to me because we share the same skin color is crazy. Yep. But I bought it. That's the one reason why I'm conservative now, because I'm willing to vote for somebody because of the way they look. And look what it did for me. Absolutely nothing. Who is disappointed with the Barack Obama presidency? I'm Why? disappointed with pres I mean, I'm disappointed I mean, with all of them. Like, we're never going to be led to liberation in a binary system. A binary system for black people is literally always going to be us choosing the lesser of two evils. I'm always choosing my death either as a blunt force blow or death by a thousand paper cuts. I feel like uh, the candidates that get being put up year after year after year keep hardlining us. We're, we're saying we're choosing the lesser of two evils, right? Where I think that it's really important that we see candidates that come from our communities who also recognize the historical that this country has to black people and to people of color so that we can move forward. So we know that none of us are free unless all of us are free. Thank you. 
So, but uh -uh, I'm when free. it comes to- I'm free. got nothing to do with me. I'm so, free. So you voted for Donald Trump. Yes. Would you mind telling us why he won your vote in 2016? Well, first and foremost, Donald Trump won my vote because I was not voting for Hillary Clinton. At first, I really didn't know much about what Trump was doing. I I'm looking at my Christian values and I'm realizing this man is really aligning himself with what we truly believe in, you know? And this is a chick who got a felony, who had five years probation. And so what I did was I made a choice to surrender my life to Jesus and live righteously. I'm a businesswoman. I have my own financial consulting company. And the fact that he was trying to cut funding, and he is cutting funding to welfare, that is a very big thing. People don't realize the more money that's spent on welfare is coming out of our taxes. The more you're allowing them to extend their, their lifestyle in the projects, the more money is coming out of my pocket. That's part of my problem with Donald Trump is he's literally making the rich richer. And what's it, what happens with that? The poor have to get poor. When we talk about black people and the one percenters and the rich and all that stuff, why do we always assume that black people are broke? I think, I I think that we need to start actually having like real conversations about reparations, right? And like what reparations actually uh, look right. like, or just recognizing that the trauma and the history that uh, has been affected on black people. Like I think about like uh, literacy, right? You can't tell black people for 200 plus years that you can't read and then give them books and be like, why aren't you reading? Why aren't you reading without addressing that trauma? I want to hear what your reactions are to black voters being synonymous with the Democratic Party. We've been on the receiving end of about 50 years of an onslaught of PR. It comes from our entertainers, it comes from our ball players, it comes from our singers, it comes from the Democratic politicians who, some of, most of which are black and empty, but are being used to sell us this idea of the Democratic Party being the home of African Americans. It's not as much groupthink as people assume it is, as much as it's harm reduction. Who here believes that the black vote has been taken for granted? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who here believes that the black vote should be courted more? Oh, then, uh, yeah, of course. Why because do you not I, feel I don't way? trust when they start courting us. Like, uh, I'm, I'm always like, oh, God, what do they want? What are they trying to do? And then we're going to be left with nothing. Is it taken for granted? Of course. Should it be courted? I guess. I mean, a person has to serve the majority. So no matter who you vote for, the majority of this country ain't me. Now, if you want to talk about micro-level politics and councilmen and who's sitting on the student board, who's sitting as the mayor, now we could talk about that all day. I strongly agree with him when he says that we don't talk enough about local politics. So that's where that's I'm at. True. That's why I said, I like, cannot agree with that. Hey, you can do I think, it. Guys, I appreciate it's it. Everyone signed everything. Oh, can we take a picture? We, we take a picture. Yeah. We gotta take a picture. Everybody say democracy. Democracy. That's good. Yeah, I thought it was fun. They need more things like that. Yeah, yeah, that was really. <clears throat> I liked it a lot. We all, we all, not. I, <clears throat> I wish I would have heard the responses. There was there was to a couple of those things yeah, more. Yeah, there was quite a few times where it showed like one of them, the girl who was getting, she was getting a little upset. There was a couple times where she really wanted to just kind of explode, kind of like how we do when we're watching something or whatever, and we just want to, we were ready to pop. Yeah. And I, I would have liked to have actually heard what she had to say. 
and it, it could have been a little bit longer. I'd actually like to watch. Did you say there was an extended version of it? Yeah, it's like almost forty minutes. Oh, I would Ooh. actually. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that because I actually, yeah, I, I actually that. enjoyed it. It was, it was that that kind of thing needs to happen way more, more discussions. You're gonna disagree, and that's fine. But you might find things that you agree with. They, I mean, they, you saw it right there in that mm. in the shorter clip. Yeah, mm. I don't agree with some of the people in there and what they're saying, but you mm-hmm. know, reparations. I would talk to him. Yeah. And what the hell is he talking about? The whole not reading thing. You know how long it's been since they've been told they can't read. Long time. Right. <laughs> He's. So his concerns are valid, but I yeah, mean, there's a point to that though. It's 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 a system of like why, why hibonics hibonics is a thing, and how it became a thing was because they were never taught how to read or write or talk. They just did, and that's kind of what happens. Like, you know, look at your there's other civilizations like that that don't have. But how long has that been going on? Well, right, but it's passed down generation to generation, and, right. and you talk like your parents. But you can't blame the government because you and you ask for reparations and all no, that. No, I agree. No, reparations it's... is ridiculous, but it's fair to say that the reason they have bad grammar and and really that's about where it ends it has nothing yeah. to do with their reading level now. No. But the reason they have bad that's grammar. That's what I was I was more attacking the whole reading thing. <clears throat> well, yeah, the reading anything. thing is about the grammar thing, though. <clears throat> the reading thing caused the grammar thing. And that is a thing that our government did. And mm-hmm. it did affect them. And it still affects them. Do I think they need reparations for it? No. Shit, no. But it definitely did affect them, and it still affects them to this day. We're talking only three generations. You know, of passing down the way you speak to your kids. A lot of them, like the couple of them, have spoke spoke very good English. Yeah, but that doesn't mean to you know in three generations, not all of them are going to be that way. And the ones in your low income who are still suffering from poverty and families have been in poverty since. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I, mean, I, I want to know what the what their response was to his military thing when he said at the very mm-hmm. beginning when it previewed whatever yeah, they, like, they you, went just because you and did they and blew they up like, yeah, no, really everyone can join the military trust yeah. me they'll give you money <laughs> <laughs> they'll pay you to do it they will maybe not a lot but they'll pay you but i mean you know those people can they, everybody has the opportunity so yes. it's harder for some people yep the stack the deck is stacked against them and we need to take away those <laughs> barriers but then again it goes back to and we're not, I think we're all kind of like in the middle of their politics, I think, on a lot of things, mm-hmm. but we can all agree that the Democratic policies in the cities have not done them justice. No. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping that was going to get brought up more. And it didn't. Maybe it does in the extended version. I don't remember. Yeah, I'd like to watch it. But yeah. That's good, though. The, yeah, it's, it's that. I mean, the institutions that are there were put in place by the Democrats to keep them down. The The one girl with the blonde hair that was freaking out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of it was justified. Mm-hmm. Talking about what do they want from me? Yeah. When they start absolutely. to me. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah, and yeah. I totally agree with her. I, like, I was really surprised when, when how many of them raised their hands when they asked. Because, oh, I guess we never really went over that. You guys didn't see the video. But uh, it kind of surprised me how many of them raised their hands when he said, who thinks that we should be courted more? And I was like, 
Wow, that's a pr- I don't want to be courted. I want you to tell me how you feel, and I'll, I'll decide whether I want to vote for you or not. Here's what I'm going to do. Are you on board with me? Yeah, that's the way. That's I, why Trump won. Yeah, I'm going to fix. I'm going to turn the fucking economy back on. Yeah, I was really surprised at how many of those people said that they. Do you they, have any they, idea they, how much that resonated with everybody, oh, everybody. in this country? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to turn the economy back on. Yeah, we're going to make America great again. Yeah. And he and his and his actions in knocking out all of those competitors he had in the Republican primary mm-hmm. proved it. Oh yeah, I'm going sure. to fight for you. Yeah, this is an example of how I'm going to do this. I'm going to knock him. I'm going to take his ass out, no matter how. What's happening? Mm-hmm. Done did it. Resonated. He's doing it. <laughs> <coughs> No dying. I'm all right. Yeah. So that was a good video. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they continue to do things like that, they may get removed from the... V3. The V3. Yeah. I don't think Vox will ever get to that point. Shit, no. no. Come on. <laughs> they're, they're terrible. They're Come the original. And the reason we started this shit. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yep. So... I think it's time for Illinois news. Oh, what, what's what? So well, we might have a sixth governor going to prison, and he's got the most fitting name too. I know, BJ. BJ. <laughs> I'm actually really hopeful, but I'm gonna take a step back. There's just an FBI probe right now, but it is a probe into Pritzker's whole removing the toilets thing. We talked about this a lot during the campaign. We were oh, working yeah. with Cash. Um, it was a huge deal, and everyone pretended like it was nothing. JB pretended like it was nothing. It was definitely something. It apparently cost taxpayers, what, 300 and what million dollars? 30. 330,000 dollars. 330,000, yeah. That's, thousand. that's what I he keep saved. getting millions and thousands mixed up. <laughs> that's, that's what he saved, and he is, he's paid it back, but that's kind of like, we've talked about it. That's, yeah, that's part of your punishment. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's a probe and it is federal and everybody's on spring break right now. The, who is the, one of the guys from, uh, Illinois policy was mentioning it that, um, this is, doesn't seem to be political because everyone's at home. No one's doing anything right now. So this would not be the good time to do this. He's like, so this could be a real investigation, not just a political hit job like we have seen in the past. So if it is. Sad day for Illinois. I mean, we sit here and, and cheer and, and laugh about it, but mm-hmm. we're talking about another governor going to prison. This mean our system is fucked, and we need to fix it, and the people of Illinois need to wake the fuck up. Yeah, four out of the last ten. Right? And we're lo- I thought it was five. It's four. Okay. Out of the last ten. Yeah. So now we're looking at we're looking at five possibly now. With us, yeah. You guys had your chance. <sighs> You had a great candidate. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Rotter. This wouldn't have happened. Nope. I mean, they might have tried to have beach cash by now, because he'd be fucking knocking heads, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that'd been beautiful. Oh, yeah. That's some beautiful beaten footage I would watch. Yeah, for sure. Loop. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's the BJ news. Justin, what's going on with kindergartners? Oh, well, they're wanting to pass a, a new law and 
says uh, proposed law would require Illinois children to start school by age five, threatening kindergarten redshirting. Says sometimes parents send their kids uh, to kindergarten at a relatively advanced age of six because they hope their children will enjoy an athletic or academic advantage uh, over younger classmates. Sometimes the goal simply is to give a child who is lagging development uh, developmentally a chance to catch up. Um, it says uh, the whole redshirting thing is is under threat in Illinois, with legislators considering a bill that says children must start kindergarten by age five instead of six. The proposed law requires that children attend kindergarten if they are five on or before May 31st, and right now it actually is September first uh, is where the law is so it's it's only backing it up they're pushing it ahead you know several months um, and a year though right several months and a year because wouldn't it be six in september and now it's gonna be five in may no because i think let's see i don't know because like i mean i know my son he he was five by or he had to be, gosh, I don't know how it works. But yeah, it was six. So yeah, so basically, yeah, they're changing the date. Um, and it says supporters said the bill would help uh, disadvantaged children by assuring that they get early access to education. I I have an issue with it. I mean, it's not like a terrible, crazy thing. I don't really like it just because I know for a fact that some kids just aren't ready to go and to force them mm-hmm. uh, so much earlier is is i think can be risky um i get where some of their ideas are coming from but so this is a is this legislation yeah yes it's it's passed uh the the, the uh who in the blue hell is <coughs> stating as their main reason Whoa. one of their main arguments that they're gonna <coughs> gain academically or athletically like is that a widespread thing well, I would no. think the vast majority of no, these no, 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 no. They're, that's actually gonna that's gonna be killed off more because they're wanting to start early. Uh, a lot of people were put, letting them go a little bit later, so they're actually older than most of their classmates and everything else. But this law would actually get no, rid I understand. Of that. But I'm just saying, a lot of people actually did do that. You'd be surprised. That's not the main reason. Most of it's people. Their kids slow. Yeah, it's not ready. Like yeah. you said, that's and the not main and not slow as in. Slow, slow, whatever. No, like, he's just not. Like my my uh, some kids uh, develop faster. Yeah, Jackson, yeah. my oldest, he we didn't put him into the first year of preschool because we knew as parents that he wasn't ready, so we didn't put him in the first year. He went to that next year, but you and they almost have to go to preschool anymore for what they do in kindergarten. I mean, shit, I was telling you guys we do homework every night, and he's mm-hmm. in kindergarten. I mean, yeah. it's not crazy homework. It's but still homework. It's still something that we do every night, whether it's homework. making a couple math problems for him with uh, toys or, you know, whatever household items. You gotta get your brother on the show. Um, <laughs> and it's it's great. He's doing fantastic, um, and he loves it. I'm happy, but he has homework in kindergarten. Ish, yes. I learned how to tie my shoes in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I remember from kindergarten. Yeah, you learned shapes. Colors, you know, all I'm that sure is done that shit sunk in there. But what I remember was on the wooden shoe, oh. learning how to tie your damn yeah. shoes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, dude, I the remember the red shoe wood. with yeah. the yellow laces. Oh, dude, that was good memories. Yep. I can't believe that's I what I that. remember. 
Yeah, dude. It's socialization. Now they're full on reading. What he reads to us every fuck? night. He literally does, and he loves it. I mean, cool. I'm not against yeah. it, but I'm just like, what in the hell is going on? I'm getting old as fuck. Yeah. My wife was doing flashcards with him of his sight words, like his... In um, kindergarten? Yeah. She was like, just doing like, them tonight like before we left. No, 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 no. They were sight words, what they call sight words, like their main like words that they... Like you're learning the ABC a sight word is A sight word is words that you like sound out uh, more than like... You know the bigger word. You know right. some words. Obviously, you can't just sound out. But he, we had flashcards, and there was hip-hop. like <laughs> the hip, 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 hip hop anonymous. Um, but no, there were there was like thirty six cards, I think, and they were front and back, so sixty some odd words. And I think he messed up on two, but corrected instantly. Mm-hmm. Kick and fucking read. That's crazy. Yeah, that's. I don't remember reading then. Oh, no, no, <laughs> you're motherfucking learning the ABCs yeah. in kindergarten. Yeah, and not anymore. Threes. See, and the thing is, like, I think, and that's great because we talked about it. You know how they can, the kids learn so much; it just soaks it that shit in. That's great, but do we really need to push it even further? Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a line. Yeah, well, and then to force them to go yeah, that's, earlier. That's where I'm drawing. That's pissing me off. Yeah. The mandates. Yeah. So fuck this off. Is, this is the other part of this that I knew that I was reading about is that we were already in like the top five for the lowest compulsory age, and now we're tied for first. If I am correct. Hmm. Crazy. So now we have. I can't remember what, what other state had it, but we have the lowest compulsory age, and I mean. In, and we were already one of the lowest. Now we're going farther down that rabbit hole. Huh. <clears throat> Which, again, like you said, the mandate. Like, this is unnecessary. You are not the parent. You should and not you, be deciding. You, as a parent, or you do what is right for your kid. Yeah. And you I mean, know. You're with the kid every day. And, hey, hey, for the listeners, you want a way around this? Homeschool your kid that year. Then say he failed and send him to kindergarten next year. <laughs> I mean, just saying, that's a legal, legal loophole. Maybe. I don't know if that's legal or not. I mean, you can definitely homeschool your kid. Yeah, but can you fail him? I don't I mean, know. you can send him to school. I'm and, asking and a question. I would say they would give him a test and be like, no, he has to go to kindergarten because you suck at teaching him. Oh, okay, cool. I did that purposely. Yeah. I mean, you might, I don't know, DCFS might call you, but they're not as scary as people think. They might just have a conversation and be like, no, you're a good parent, you're good. I don't know. Yeah, it's still a bill. It hasn't fully passed or anything yet. They're still reviewing it. Yeah. All that jazz, but... We just have a lot of people who want the government to be in every aspect of your life. And those yeah. people are stupid. I object. Mm-hmm. And this is the same thing. Like, well, and Illinois is just kind of fucked in this situation, because if they want to pass it, it's going to pass. Yep. Because mm-hmm. they have it everything. It's the same thing as that law we were talking about, was it last week? Did we even talk about that with the... Um, new legislation that's going to force a woman and a African American on every yes, publicly held about board, board yeah, in not the state. Even talk about it anymore. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about. It. I remember that. Yeah, that was that was yours. No yeah. more. Because no we're going to go public. Bad. Bad, Bad no comrade. More. Don't make me get the spray bottle out. I will. I will continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on from that ridiculousness. Um, little update. Um, we all know that people are leaving Illinois in droves. Um, for the first time, population in all Illinois metro areas declines. 
this is data from the U.S. Census. Um, it showed the population in every one of the state's metropolitan areas declined in the past year for the first time, all of them. The Chicago metropolitan area, which includes suburban cities and portions of Wisconsin and Indiana, reported the largest population decrease in the nation, shrinking by an estimated 22,068 people. That represents 0.23% of the area's total population of about 9.5 million people. Population in the Danville area shrank by 1.226%. What's the brilliant tip, Justin? You're pointing at it. Huh? I was just seeing this awesome thing right here. It says, many Cisna Park, Illinois drivers don't even know this brilliant tip. Oh, okay. It's just an, it's just an ad. <laughs> yeah, <no laughs> Danville's close. So Danville shrank by 1.26%. That's kind of where the VA is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, represented an estimated 970 people. Nationally, only three other communities saw a bigger percentage decline. It also marked Danville's largest de- decrease in population in recent years, the next highest being a loss of 778 in 2014. Wow. The largely industrial area has seen declines in economic output 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 in both 2016 and 17, according to Moody's. Mayor Ricky Williams Jr. was an imme- immediately available for comment. But does all of us surprise you? No, not at all. Other metropolitan areas that saw losses include Decatur, Springfield, Carbondale, Kankakee, Rockford, and the Bloomington Normal area. <laughs> Goodness. Even Champaign-Urbana, which is a booming college town, which has historically seen growth, saw a population loss of 234 people. The only one that saw growth was Effingham, gaining 61, per, 61 people. Maybe it's because they're... Ooh, big boom. <laughs> maybe it's because they're, they're the sanctuary thing. Yeah. <laughs> huh. uh, I don't know. It's stupid. Wow. Uh, I'm kind of looking I'm for Illinois. it. Illinois. Because it said... That when I was reading it, I thought it said that we were the only ones in history. Illinois was the only ones in history to have all of their metropolitan areas decline in a single year. <clears throat> like in the country, as a state, we were the only people to ever have that happen. For the first time, population in all Illinois metro areas declines. It's Illinois. Right. I, I get that. But what I'm saying is, apparently, that has never happened in any other state. I don't know. I don't remember reading that. I thought I read that somewhere. Could have been no, I think they're just talking Illinois history in general. Yeah. Yeah, I was just clarifying. Was your deal? Well, I mean, oh. it, it, it sounded like you were making a statement. Oh no, I, I was okay. asking. But you work on your dialect, Russian. You'll live. Don't fucking do that to me. I will jump over this table like a spider monkey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just going to sit here with my popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, so that is that for Illinois News. But Saturday, May 14th, May 4th, not May 14th, Saturday, May 4th, 2019, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at CR Cafe 
in Watsika, Illinois. Um, the Illinois separation, trying to get rid of Chicago. Um, they're having an, a petition rally. Um, we're going to be there. Um, we should take our bikes. Uh, I could be down. You can drive behind us. <laughs> I'm just going to run over you. Um, I'm not going to run them over. I love them dearly. Maybe I'll ride <clears throat> a different kind of bike. I don't know how like, it's going to work for you. <laughs> a bicycle? Yeah. <laughs> you, don't know my, you don't know what my quads look like. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. The petition rally there. They're going to have information. Hopefully there's a lot of people going. Mm-hmm. Cool. We're going to awesome. We're going to go. Um, if you listen and you've never met us, or if you have, say hi. We'll be there. Um, you guys should check this out. You should check out um, the Illinois Separations page on Facebook. Um, it's gaining movement. Yeah, almost twenty one thousand likes. I got a yeah. phone number there too. Well, I don't. I'm not gonna give that out. I don't. Yeah, they obviously, can, they can look it up. Yeah. It's fine. Um, if you guys aren't familiar with Watsika, CR Cafe is at 120 West Walnut, which is Route 24, the highway that goes east-west. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're hungry, there's a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. There's a big R, a Walmart, just in case you need to get groceries. Yeah. Yeah, you can make a day of it. Come on through. <laughs> yeah, we'll be there. Come say hi. Um, if you guys want an autograph, I mean, I'm sure that... I don't know. I'll, 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 I mean, yeah. I'll give you an autograph. We won't say no. <laughs> I won't say no. But yeah, check it out. We'll uh, probably talk about it again next week. Um, yeah, check it out. Justin, what 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 are our interweb things? Orphansoftheamericandream.com. Find our store and any news that we post on there. You can go to our Facebook page at Orphans of the American Dream. Find us on Twitter at OAD underscore studios. Awesome. Yeah. You should do that. Orphans of the American Dream.com. Yes, sir. Go there. Be awesome. Love each other. Buy a shirt. Buy a mug. Peace, bitches. Pritzker for prison. Wow, 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 wow.